Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, should we just get straight into it? Let's just <laughs> um, bring our guests in. Got... Just... Oh, okay. Okay, no, you've got you what you I... really want to. Well, We've I got two guests here who are keen to promote their new vodka that they're in town. But... <laughs> so, I... well, speaking of, that's exactly what I want. I do want to talk about. That's exactly. <laughs> and uh, well, let, go. Let's introduce the guests. Okay. Well, uh, you know them individually from heaps of things, but together you'll know them as the hosts of Get This. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Yes, thank you guys. Good to be here. Uh, my first time, uh, gentlemen, my, thank you for having me. My thank first Dum Dum Club. Yes. yes. And very happy to be here. Thank you for having yes. me and Tony. Good to right. see you. It's good to be back. The last time I was here, Greg Fleet was sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything that Fleet does. It was, Nothing. And it was that awkward moment where it was. we, we thought this would be great and then I didn't think that you know, we had to stay around and tidy up and whatever. And then you were like, oh, well, I'll best be going then. And Fleety's like, oh, I'll come with you. And then it's like, oh, what have we... What have we set Tony up for? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be 20 bucks lighter. I never loaned him any money. I'm still waiting for the 70 fuck. Uh, 70 fuck? Yeah, man. Did <laughs> I just say that? Look <laughs> at <laughs> this guy. I'm losing. Were you waiting for the 70 fucks. He <laughs> you, you were in that episode of Underbelly with him. Oh, Greg, Greg, Fleet's, Greg Fleet's sex junkie. <laughs> and that's he it. still owes me 75 bucks, not 70 fucks, for his half of the... Criterion laser disc of taxi driver. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. His half. What? Yeah. Well, we win halves. Oh, in a, okay. In a laser disc back in the nineties. Who remains wow. the owner of it? I still have it in a special cabinet <laughs> because I, I figured that I wouldn't see it again. No, a no, special no, no, fleety proof no. cabinet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there you go. If you're listening, Greg. 75 cent to Tone's P.O. Box. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what I was going to say about the uh, the Dan Aykroyd, because Dan Aykroyd's been uh, hawking his wares the last yeah, week or two. You would have seen that all yeah, over. He probably came to your house, Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a knock at midnight. <laughs> Glass skull full of vodka. Yeah. Is that what it is? Well, yeah. you go, because then I've got something about this. I'm not going to try and promote it Aykroyd style, yeah. but I have something related to this vodka. Right. Which I didn't realise until I'd seen Dan Aykroyd. You know when televisions are on but the sound's off? Yes, and I'd yeah. seen him on the Today Show, uh, and I'd seen him on The Project, and I'd seen him in other places, just when I was at the gym or in a, walking past some televisions, and I kept seeing Dan Aykroyd, and I kept thinking, oh, Dan Aykroyd's in town. Like, he must be doing a show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he must be, is he, I was looking around, like, where is he on? Is he on at the you know, art centre or something like that? It's Carl, you. He's, he wasn't. No. And then no. I saw him holding these little skulls, these glass skulls. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's a, it's a one-man Hamlet show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> perhaps. Run like Hamlet. A funny, yeah. a funny Hamlet. And I thought, yeah. oh, well, this would be a, all right, Dan Aykroyd, one-man Hamlet. You know, what could go wrong? I just like that he's now basing his life on the later seasons of Entourage. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's done yeah. a turtle. He, yeah. But you're so, right. He was just flogging... Just flogging vodka. Oh, yeah. Flogging vodka, yeah. yeah. Just, just his own... Um, yeah, it's his thing. He's just... And, you know, he was getting into trouble for, like, swearing at SBS presenters oh. for not, like, he was on some SBS. Really? Did you not see this? No. He was on an SBS one-on-one show where they're, they're going through his career, and he'd bring up vodka, and they'd go, anyway, back to the Blues Brothers. And when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, it got to the end of it and was like, and they go one more too many times. They go, so how did you come up with uh, yeah. Dr. Ivan's, uh, <laughs> and they go, look, are we going to fucking talk about the vodka or not? <laughs> It's made of the. It's been crystallized. It's the purest <laughs> thing. And then they go, uh, "We're not really that sort of show." And he got up and went, "Fuck you, hose bags," and walked out. <laughs> really? He called really? them hose, called bags. Them hose bags. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And so this is vodka. He brews himself in a 
basement surrounded by posters for the couch trip. Yeah, yeah. The great outdoors. Yeah. But what happens to pe- like what happens to people? He's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. He yeah. is a super billionaire. He's got an, an amazing comic legacy. And that vodka, the, the first time I saw that skull, but my buddy Josh Lawson, you know, who lives in LA mm-hmm. and he's working over there, he did uh, he did the, he finished a series of House of of Lies and you get sent like the best presents. <laughs> if you right. just get sent, I was staying with him and I was home during the day because I was doing nothing. And he uh, <laughs> and he was at work and he's like, "Buddy, can you just when the doorbell rings, can you answer it?" I was like, oh, "Certainly, I can." And every five minutes, you'd just get a knock on the door, DHL, and you'd go and you'd open the door and, and Dan Aykroyd pushing his vodka. Yeah, he's like, Dan, I've said no, uh, and it'd just be sweet gift after sweet gift just for being in a TV show and and doing a great job and one of them was this vodka this skull of vodka and I said oh mate that looks that looks like it's good stuff and he goes yeah yeah let's um before we open it let's see how much it's worth to see if we want to re-gift it or keep it (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like smart move do you know what I mean and so it was like 400 bucks for a skull of vodka right why is Dan Aykroyd dedicating his life to it's this? It's like something well, Brett Michaels should be yeah, doing. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing about it. I mean, being entrepreneurial and saying, I'm going to start up a liquor, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But the, the crystal skull thing is what tips it over into being, it's you're just, a crazy person. And it's just doing <laughs> but this. But it doesn't, but why is he doing it? Like, try, uh, in all honesty, try and get yourself into the mind of Aykroyd. So he doesn't need the money. He's still working. Like, he was in the campaign. Like, mm. he's still working. He's got a chain of nightclubs, the blues. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. He's he, was still, in, yeah. he was in behind the candelabra. Yeah. He's working. Yeah. yeah. Why? And, like, why come all the way to Australia? That's my favourite bit of it is that someone's thinking that's what's going to help this vodka fly off the shelves <laughs> yeah. is if the man himself comes to the continent. It's <laughs> like, true. That's... And, like, of all people, and so let's say, all right, then now take it one step back. I'm the vodka company, and I'm looking for a face for my product. Yeah, yeah. Wow, are all the supermodels taken? Yeah, yeah. Is there no Victoria's Secret models that want a job? No, let's get the fattest, you know. Is Harold Ramis taken? Yeah, exactly. We'll move on to the next one. Oh, I just, it was just bizarre. Because, you guys, like you guys, both individually, Ed and Tony, say 30, 40 years in the future, what would would be your, what would be your strange (laughs) entrepreneurial thing? What would be something that you guys would like to hawk? I love, um, Developments like uh, housing developments <laughs> oh, right. that claim to be so, twenty minutes twenty minutes from the CBD. Oh, okay. By Jetpack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like. I genuinely like those because I watched Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. I rewatched Poltergeist the other day. Which so is, like Delphin by Cavalier yeah, yeah, yeah. would be like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because when I used to drive the Black Thunders, um, we used to have to go like as soon as the suburb opened up, we were the first people there. We'd get there before <laughs> Nando's. Like we were the first. The paint was still drying on the McMansions, and we'd be handing out Nickelback CDs, right? <laughs> and every time we went there, I was staggered, Tone. You could put one anywhere, any, like, industrial state that you like. I'm in Melbourne somewhere. Someone told me that is literally on a swamp that is sinking. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, I'm not saying Delphin, but no. some product. <laughs> you see what I mean? But but you, you just you can just sell them, and that I would love to get. Oh, and here's a little bit of a fact tone. Where, where and guys, where if you were the first person to buy a house on a brand new street, mm. you got to name it. Oh, name what? Got to name the yes. street? Yes, I love that. Forever, the street was named. So everyone is just that went, why you want to? You can name all the streets. Cavalry Parade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that, what's that one in, in uh, Nary Warren? Isn't there Leo Wanker Drive? Is oh, there, really? There is, isn't there? Although well, that's Paul Hogan, isn't it? Yeah, that's it? Paul yeah. Hogan. Somebody yeah. Wanker. Yeah, right. yeah. It is. Yeah, absolutely right. Real street. Of, it's the most stolen. 
Oh, street, street sign. sign. What's what's neighbours called? The street in neighbours. Remember, what's the cul-de-sac called? Oh, in real life. The real life one. Oh no, I don't know. Um, you know the one where you go on the tour? Yeah. 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 I, I met a, a guy once. Street. He was in an extra, an extra in a show that I was working on, and he lived in one of the houses. Uh, was he a big stoner? That he was. That's the thing they always say. That's what he said. And he get, Why? He, why, he, why do they always just say Just huge that? plumes of, of dope smoke coming out of the houses <laughs> oh, in really? Ramsey Street. This guy, I remember him saying, he goes, mate, you'll be, there'll be, you know, there'll be a tap on the window, and you'll open up, and there'll be all these fucking British tourists <laughs> looking in your window, and you haven't even had your first bong today. <laughs> well, you know, and you know how they do the nights. I don't know if they still do them, neighbours' nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dr. Carl plays down at the Elephant Wheelbarrow. Yes, yeah. he does. Yep. And I've had numerous friends who've done Neighbours over the years, and they have a bit where they'll go write down a question, and we'll ask the people on the you know on the stage your question. Yep. And it's one. I think it's Dr. Carl's job or someone else's job to sift through the questions from the backpackers because ninety percent of the <laughs> questions from the backpackers are want a route and a, <laughs> and a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> who are they going to? Who who are they propositioning? Dr. Carl or, or well, Toadfish? No, or no, who well, 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 there was a rift in the neighbours' camp because another established actor started up the nights in competition to Dr. Oh. Carl's night. Oh. And so they were doing like Stephen a... Stephen Dennis had his own? With, yeah, Dennis, but his was in a dungeon. It was a very different, <laughs> it was a very different evening. Um, and they were saying who, you know, look, they were sort of signing people up. Who are you going with? You know, it's like Beta and VHS. Oh. Like, who are you gonna, you know, who are you gonna side with? And my World friends, Series neighbours. That's exactly right. World yeah. Series neighbours or Super League if you're in New South Wales. And then they ended up. One of my friends signed up with the rival faction, and you got a lot more money. But it meant you were banned from Dr. Carl's. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. That should be the show. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's more entertaining than the actual show. Well, have neighbors. you seen it recently? I have not. Uh, no, I, I, I oh, used I to have it. to watch. I got into it because when we did me. the great TV birth, yeah, which I was right on, that was yes. my job was to watch Neighbours every week. Well, you, you know, and I got into it. I really did genuinely get into it. It's funding cuts tone have hurt, and the move to eleven, yeah, yeah, right. have hurt them badly. Well, see, I always heard that on Neighbours. It had to go really badly for the to be a second take. Oh yeah. Oh really? <laughs> Pretty much take one of everything. Yep. Just right. get it if they said the words right. Moving on. And I used to hear this from people who worked on it all the time. And I was telling someone this on the set of Upper Middle Bogan, and this makeup woman had been listening and was really offended, and she just like slammed her plate, <laughs> just stopped and said, "That is a lie. <laughs> we will regularly do a second take, <laughs> but never a third. Coming from the <laughs> coming." From from the makeup lady as well. Is yeah. she the one screaming cut? Yeah. <laughs> What's this? I'm reading in the paper today that someone has been sacked from Neighbours and Kim Valentine. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, there's a lawsuit. Running a, a Twitter campaign to get back on the show. Mm. Oh, yeah, right. Because she stopped. Remember, Michaela Banish took over her role of Libby for right. a few months. Uh, Valentine needed some time off. But then when she came, couldn't come back or didn't come back or they didn't, she's saying they didn't honour her contract the way they were meant to. Right. And they're saying, you know, bad luck or whatever. So she's starting a campaign to get it. But it works on Home and Away. Like, if you look at Home and Away now, apart from the, like, the new, young, hot, whoever it is, it's the same, like, people that were on there 70 years ago. Well, that's, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking it's about this. It's like the Sullivans. Is this a concept <laughs> of, of Home and Away and Neighbours and stuff like that? Is everyone, all the 15-year-olds, are they all on, like, you know, 50 bucks a week or whatever? And then you've got Alf Stewart and whatever on how much other way around so once it uh, it gets to a point where you need the show more than the show needs you (laughs) so 
that they they have these moments where you tick over into an extension where they go, you know, with someone who's been there a long time, they're like, look, here's a new contract for three years, and they're like, thank you, and they go, well, but the good news is it's only you know not much a week, and they're like, well, you know, stuff you, but then they think. Uh, I don't know if I'll get much else other work. Yeah. And so they stay. And the younger types who are only on there for two or three years, they're on quite good money. And this is what happens. They get to the end of it and they've got all this money in the bank and they go, I'm gonna, I, I am it. Here yeah. I go. And they go to LA. And last time I was there, you know, getting nothing. Uh, last time I was there, I was in a, a, a restaurant and a tap on the shoulder. And you get a tap on the shoulder in LA, you just don't turn around. You right. just, if you've <laughs> yeah. got a gun, you just fire backwards and keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's Ed's rule of thumb in any restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to understand why you came home. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's, man, you shouldn't go to so many Kill Bill-themed restaurants. But <laughs> so, And it was someone who, used to, who was on Neighbours for a few years and was like at the Logies, you know, was like on a Dancing with a Star, that kind of thing. And I said, oh, how's it going? And, and they're like, good. And I'm like, how long have you been here? Five years. <laughs> and you're oh, like, oh, my God. And, ha- and how's it going? Really good. I said, really? And like, they're working in this, you know, pretty, I go to shit restaurants, you know, Tony, like a quantity-based joint. <laughs> so it's all about quantity. <laughs> yeah, the, the tips wouldn't have been very high. And I said, oh, you know, there's a bit of bit extra cash here. And they said, yeah, I've decided to take a calendar year off acting. <laughs> A calendar year instead of the uh, so, instead of the financial. Yeah, so right. yeah. what? Opted, opted, the, opted out. Turning down. The <laughs> out. Tell Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Two hundred days yeah. into this thing, and I'm going to get to the end. And I thought, so what happens? You get to 364 days. Michael yeah. Bay rings up and says, "Hey, yeah. you're the lead in Transformers <laughs> Five. And you go, uh, "No, I made a promise. You just I missed out. Yeah. I'm yeah. very sorry." I'm to a tell man you of this. my word. I told Ed Cavalier <laughs> yes. at McDonald's that yeah. I, I didn't have anything. But, but you always see, like every <coughs> every year, there'll be an interview with Kerry Armstrong in yes. the yes. in the once week. a year. Yes, yeah. and it'll be how. I, after Lantana, I could have done this. Mm-hmm. I remember her saying that she was. They were wanting her to host Saturday Night Live. What? Oh, after Lorne Lantana. Michaels was begging her. And can you ever really? <laughs> I'm not saying it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eric Banner is a sketch comedian. He's yeah. never hosted. So really, were they? Yeah. Were they wanting? Kerry Armstrong from Lantana. Yeah. They tried for to someone come out and do the Miley Cyrus sketches. <laughs> really, whenever, whenever I read a story like that in the Good Weekend, I think of the line from the McAuliffe program where Sean McAuliffe said, "And next up, Paul Cronin says Hollywood can wait." <laughs> there was a thing about that show as well. Like, if you were just any person who was in the media at some point, you could be watching the McAuliffe program, and out of nowhere, you'd get a shot. Yeah. Like, do you remember that time, and now Francis has organised an outing for us all? Do you remember that? No. Oh, and Sean goes, and now Francis Greenslade has organised an outing for us all. Cut to Francis at a grand piano in a tuxedo, and he plays a little thing, and he goes, diddle-diddle-diddling, Rove McManus. <laughs> Sean looks confused and goes to the next bit. He's out of nowhere. Yeah. I remember there was one where there were, he was in the middle of a monologue and there was a doorbell rang and he went over and opened the door and the scared weird little guys were there and he just closed the door and went back to what he was doing. <laughs> you know, going, they agreed to do that. He's amazing. Do you know he what? This was amazing. found the other day. Now, this is something that I did before entering the world of comedy when I was oh, wow. just a, a pleb, just like the idiots that listen to this thing. You know, just, <laughs> Come on, guys. just one of them. Um, sad people on yeah. the Train on the way to their Well, that's jobs. exactly. I was on the train one day and I was going.
going to my job in Hawthorne and I read, I, I'm sure you would remember this man, he was the, the TV critic of the time about 10 years ago, Robert Fidgen, oh, uh, the Fidget. TV yeah. critic. Oh, Were you on the, the wrong end of a fidgeting yeah, at any we, stage? Uh, we had a, lo- a 20 year war with Robert Oh Fidget. really? Yeah. Right. I wasn't a fan of the late oh, show. Of course, I remember the, the, the great episode of the late show where you pulled out his caricatures from yeah, TV Week, right. which was amazing. Yeah, and I got people to try and identify yeah. them from the audience. <laughs> they all looked the same because they all had massive gums. Whoever they were, they had to have massive gums. Yeah. And his wife was the editor of the TV. <laughs> oh, week. really? Uh, right, yeah. right. So I found this thing, and someone found it for me. It's on the internet somewhere where, um, uh, yeah, 10 years ago, I was on the train going to Hawthorne, and he just savaged McAuliffe one too many times right. for the Chan man to, to put up with. Yeah. So he just kept going, kept going. And I and it was when he McAuliffe had his Tonight Show. Um, and he was saying how bad it was and how everything else in the world right. was better than it, and it was terrible, it was terrible. And I just wrote... I'd never written a letter to the editor yeah, before, but I wrote this scathing letter to the, to the the Wednesday uh, Herald Sun mm-hmm. going, look, mate, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, mm-hmm. but... And just wrote this massive letter and just sent it in and thought, well, I've been so horrible to this guy in this letter, he, I'll, I'll never hear back from it. Anyway, four weeks later, I open up the paper... He's printed the entire thing wow. on page three of the TV guide, like a full page, all my letter, except like he started off with, hey, you know, a lot of people say that I bag McCall, so uh. I thought I'd give this guy a go, uh. printed the whole letter, and then got to the end of it and went, look, I tried to print it all, apart from the bits that would um, result in lawsuits, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, I, that so many people in the TV industry could sue this guy for, wow. so I didn't put that in, but then at the end... Went. So there, there is. There's his go. But let's just say uh, uh, McAuliffe just got the fucking ass last week. So who was right in the end? Yeah. <laughs> See you next week, Robert Fidgen. Oh. <laughs> Robert, you, the, yeah. there used to be a phrase in television: the price of a good review from Robert Fidgen was lunch at Vlados. Right. <laughs> right. That, about, that was the thing. You, when you got a new show, you had to take Robert Fidgen oh, to right. Vlados. A lot of steak. Just, yeah. I don't know if you've been to Vlados. Yes. Meat yeah, we've been, yeah. Meat yeah, restaurant right. yep. where. All the pictures on the walls are photographs of cows yeah. grazing in front. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just giving you a look like, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> and there's so, like, we went there and we got a uh, friend of the show, Mike Brown, took us there for a, uh, for a meal one after a comedy festival one year. And what did he want? We, uh-huh. What did he want out of you guys? A favourable podcast? <laughs> no. He got, what did he get? He got a festival, yeah. festival pass. Yeah, we, we got him a festival yeah. pass. Yeah. Oh, he's done, he's done all right. So yeah. he took us out for dinner. Right. It was very yeah. nice. But we got like a, whatever it is, like the banquet thing that you get. Yeah. And it's just your entree is just like your first thing you get is just a sausage on a plate. Yeah, just yeah. no, yeah. no fanfare, then, just a single sausage yeah. on and a if plate. if you ask for vegetables, it's like you've... You yeah. said something really offensive. Oh, there's yeah, a, mate, there's, there's no carrots on the wall. <laughs> there's a token out. effort of a bit of salad that they put on the table that is just the mankiest, yeah, like, yeah, bagged yeah. shit from Coles. And they just fling it on the table. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. In disgust. <laughs> there you go, you vegan homos. Enjoy your lettuce. But I love, like, all the different types of mustard require their own trip to the table yeah, from the waiter. I, nice. I'm into it. I'm so into it. What's I, your mustard of choice? If you're Because I'm trying to try all the Master Foods mustards. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have much to do. And <laughs> One per day. You've got a little calendar crossing them off. <laughs> you've, got an, you've, got, you've got an advent calendar of yeah. mustard. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your mustard of choice? What are I, the, I like a Dijonese. The, I like no, a, okay, all right. So Dijon, come. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm partial. No, no, no. No, I don't, no, I don't mind Dijon. Tone? I have to have the Dijon because I can't have the super hot. 
Oh, oh yeah. that's your English. Yeah. There's English and then hot, en- hot English is not for human consumption. Right. It comes in a solid metal urn. You can't put it in glass. It'll break out. Also, I think about, about this restaurant, because it's all meat and you've got the pictures on the wall. What I took out of it, there's no windows, so it actually yeah. looks like a slaughterhouse. Yeah. 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 It's like the casino. They don't want you to yeah. know yeah. what time of day it is, yeah. how long you've you been in there, there eating steaks. I just want you to yeah, keep spending money on the shazlicks. Yeah. Just. I love a shazlick. Yeah. One thing I will say is, if you are in the market for a mustard, um, a Australian is my current clubhouse leader. Who's, who's producing this? Master Foods. And it is, it's, it's got a little uh, tang, so it's, it's hot but not too hot. Right. It's sort of your more yellow mustard, but it goes well with uh, lamb, uh, chicken. Are you being beef. paid for this? Like, what are you turning this <laughs> podcast just, into? This it, is the crystal sort of, skull. Yeah, it does, and it comes <laughs> in a little skull. Uh, no, no. Just, oh, just, mustard just, skull. I love the idea <laughs> of that. Mouse skull. Yeah. <laughs> hot mustard. <laughs> I'm just saying that, I, I'm just saying that if anyone else is interested, that, that it is. Okay, very nice. Yeah. It is condiments is something that I'm, you know, I'm, in, I'm the same. Into. Yeah, you I'm gonna try. Find a good, once you find a good brand, of, I, I like mayo on a sandwich. Oh. Once you find your brand of mayo, that I remember praise? the day. Are you praised? Uh, I I know what the label looks like, but I actually don't know the name of it. It's one of the. It's one of your fancier. Uh, oh, fancy! Yeah, fancy mayonnaise. Deli oh, quality. I'm a suspicious mayonnaise. that Paul Newman has been dead. For a number of years now, that people are adding new flavours to his range of yeah. salad dressings that he's had nothing to do yeah. with. <laughs> Never approve of that. My supermarket had the, of course, you've got the uh, vinaigrette, always, and then the light vinaigrette, mm-hmm. but now the creamy vinaigrette. No way. <laughs> which seems like a contradiction. Absolutely right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's oil and water. Paul Newman knows nothing yeah. of this. <laughs> someone else, another less, Aidan Quinn or someone, yeah. has gotten into the. Stephen Dorff has gotten yeah. into the factory. <laughs> Dorf. New flavors. Yeah. Dorf is your um, electronic cigarettes guy. Is he? In oh. America, he does the electronic cigarettes ads, and they just look so daggy. <laughs> you can't like the Marlboro Man was a legend, like yeah. on a horse, whip cracking. <laughs> Stephen Dorf's Dorf is walking along the beach. Basically sucking on a pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trying to look cool. It's not... It should be Daft Punk doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's that's that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 right. <laughs> or Future or someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely right. I, I want to pull this back to Dan Aykroyd at the start of the episode. Please. I wish that you would. I got us uh, um, off track. Because he was on, uh, as, as you were, Tony, uh, two weeks ago. He was on This Week Live last yes. night. Um, I work in there and I've, uh, I wanted to get a photo with Dan Aykroyd. I thought you stabbed someone in the audience. That was me. That was a certain... Yeah. <laughs> What's going on over there? It's good to get the brand out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have left that management. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the blood spurting from your mouth wasn't as much of an attention grabber as we thought. But yeah. well, wait, can we let's talk about that quickly? Because we haven't talked about this on the show yet. So we filmed that for this week live. This little skit where we were sitting in the audience and you stabbed me, and yes. we did one where I then looked into camera and I had blood capsules in my mouth and had blood kind of pulling out of my mouth. Mm. And then we did a take, and we. We did a take, and then the guy filming it went, "Oh, we'll just do another one. Can you this time? Can you look into camera and smile after you've been yeah, stabbed?" Yeah, yeah. And I was like, but, uh, "That's why would I do that?" And he said, "Oh, because the sensors have told us like that's the way. It's only going to be okay yeah. if you're smiling. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to get through." Yeah. Like so, the message with the, the blood sensors, coming out yeah, the they... message that the sensors want to put across is being stabbed is a happy old time. But <laughs> yeah. If you're not if you're not yeah. pushing that agenda, then we can't possibly <laughs> put this through. Is that a policy that extends to say law and order special victims? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as well, really. I know yeah. that's an amazing. Like, on an hour before this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did you yeah. see? Yeah, didn't you see Philadelphia on Channel Ten on Sunday night where Tom Aids, uh, Tom, 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 Tom,
Oh, I got to the punchline a little bit too quick oh, there. Oh, <laughs> New comedy character. Tommy AIDS. Tommy well, AIDS. Well, he's he's Tom, he's at the moment he's Tom type two diabetes. Oh, really? Do you know that? Tom Hanks is in real life, or is that a yeah. film? No, 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 no. In real life, he's got right. type two, which is the one that you get. Is the one the developmental one right. that you get. And when they were reporting it, I heard it the other day. They were trying to say that it was life threatening, and he sort of battled through it to do a movie. And you're like, all right, I don't know, I don't know how. Okay, I'll just go with this because they're obviously they want it to people to think Tom Tom Hanks is really sick, so that we can I don't know, so I'll click on a link or something. And then the next thing I saw was him on the Jonathan Ross program reenacting that thing from Big Ear dancing on on the big keyboard, and I thought that's dramatic recovery. He is. He's up and about. <laughs> this guy, or Tom Aids, yeah, Tommy Aids, <laughs> Tommy Aids. Um, oh well, actually, let's let's veer back into Tony Martin was on this week live, yeah, and funny what stuff. I what I enjoyed was you you did a sketch that we that we made up where you were like a, a Snoop Snoop Dog yes, type character. You had right. the like a Huggy Bear type character, like mm-hmm. a pimp character. But this is the bit that I liked that was told to me afterwards, where um, you had two girls that were like, were they hired from an escort agency? I'm I not d- really I didn't ask. Yeah. Lovely. They were lovely, lovely girls, but they did look on the other side of the... Oh, boy. Yeah. Look, they, they look like they were working girls. Okay. They were professionals. Nice. Enjoyed watching you swim out of that quicksand <laughs> just there. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, I want to know where this is... Go- what happened this is afterwards? Great. This sorry, is fantastic. Sorry, Sapphire, if you're listening to this one. I didn't, I didn't mean any... Uh, Carl, where are we going? This well, this is, is what happened. So... The the two girls were either side of you flank you and take uh, your jacket off to yes. uh, reveal uh, your normal self rather yes. than the pimped up version. And what happened apparently was they sort of would take your glasses off and take your uh, coat off and whatever. And the, one of the girls didn't know what to do with your glasses every take. So she they went, oh, where's Tony's glasses? And she goes, oh, don't worry, they're safe. And they go, where, where are the glasses? She goes... Oh, I put them down the, the back of my pants. They're, like, they're tight in my bum crack. Don't worry. They're not going anywhere. Really? So those very same glasses you have on your head right now. <laughs> they have, I, I, every time, at the end of every day, I do put them in the steam cleaner. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just ate my lunch off those glasses. Wow, crack glasses. <laughs> that should have been left in the sketch. <laughs> there were, there were a number of cuts made to that sketch. I don't know if you're aware. But, wow. Uh, oh, wow. God. I should have left that in. I find going, it was fun going on that show, but you have a lot of jokes. You've got to remember And things you've written And stuff you've got to do The hardest thing to do Is that shot Where you have to sit In the dressing oh, room In yeah. the green room While Yes uh, right. For, look who's in oh, the green yeah, room yeah, For yeah, later yeah. in the show yeah, yeah, And yeah. then the camera goes past And you've just got to be Doing something That's yeah. It's so weird shows Because even I even think at home it, Even at home It doesn't look good It, no. looks, no. it looks Pictures I look feel better. uncomfortable yeah, yeah. watching I'm like Oh this is someone's private People time People using yeah. a vase For a telescope yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just grabbing a prop Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Vase for a telescope yeah. That's not yeah. bad I yeah. don't know Croyd's ventriloquism With his, uh, with his crystal skull Trying to talk Because the other one They started That you see a lot of is people walking up the corridor yeah. and walking into a room with yep. their name on it and stuff, but that never looks proper either. Yeah, yeah. The, the walking in, the walking yeah. the corridor into That's the studio odd. is a good one. The action yeah. shot. Yeah, get yeah, ready, yeah. guys. That's I'm odd. about to drop some truth. Yeah, look out! Yeah, I'm on the bloody warpath. <laughs> look out, you lot! Yeah, right. So I met Dan Aykroyd last night, and I got a photo with him. <laughs> oh, yes. good. We're, we're finally there. I got a photo with him, and I think that's fair enough. Like, Dan, I, I wouldn't get my photo with too many people. I don't think, but, yeah. but a Ghostbuster. Got to I touch think. your dick on his glasses. Yeah, yeah all nice. that. <laughs> Exciting. All that stuff. So I got a photo with him, but then on then there was Sophie Monk was on the show as well. Yeah, and I thought. Well, you, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude. I'll, I'll get my photo with, with both of them separately, and you know, 
it's it's a funny thing to put on Facebook. You, you're getting a photo with so- Sophie Monk, yeah, but yeah. then you get to the actual thing where you're there one on one with Sophie Monk, and it's very awkward because you're going, "I just want a photo with you because of not because of your work, because I don't know what you've done." It's like <laughs> you're you're sort of hot. I don't. You're pretty hot. Can I just I just want my face to be near your face in a picture just to <laughs> did you to say sh- that prove that I'm perfect? Well, no, well that's the thing because I got quite anxious and quite nervous Good. and a bit weird about it. So what? And I don't, you know, that thing where you sort of black out a little bit. I didn't black out, but I didn't remember what I said until oh, afterwards when someone said, "Someone said, you know good. what you said, don't you?" And I said, "Not really." And Please. so I walked up to her and said, "Hi, Sophie. I'm Carl. Look, I'm a real total fuckhead. Can I have a photo?" Wow. <laughs> so Did wow. And I and I thought that that was a. And she goes, "Yeah, sure." And then and then got a photo where she looked like she was licking my face without me asking. Oh, that. wow. Right. wow. So that's, that must be requested enough for her to make that her template. If you said you were a complete fuckhead, who knows what you would have done. <laughs> <Yes. That's... laughs> well, you know, there's, a, there's a billboard. So I, when I, earlier in the year when I was in and I was in LA with Ash Williams, right? We were living in a one-bedroom apartment, him on the couch. <laughs> um, and we'd be driving around because we shared a rental car. And we'd go everywhere together because we, you know, we'd just go to auditions and fucking him up. And then, oh, and then, so we were driving around. And one day we're driving along, and I went, dude, that's Sophie Monk. They're in West Hollywood. There is, imagine the biggest, you know, when you drive over the Balti here in Melbourne or, you know, in Sydney if you're on the, the Piermont Bridge and those sort of things. Do every major city, please. Well, okay. <laughs> Adelaide. Bridge from every uh, city. Uh, well, and Adelaide if you're in um, Rundle Moor. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> Western Australia, if you're near Subiaco Oval. Excellent. Um, Tasmania. What do you got for us in Tassie? No, no. If you're near the... um West Point Casino? No, no, Blundstone Arena. Okay, right. There you go. In Ballarat, the Nibble and Natter. (laughs) (laughs) I used to live very close to the Nibble and Natter. What's that? What's the Nibble and Natter? It's a poor man's chat and chew. Okay. (laughs) Right, exactly right. You know, like the biggest billboard you've ever seen in your life, and it's Sophie Monk. Like Dan Aykroyd advertising I, I've booze. Seen it. Have you yes. seen this billboard? I've seen it on, online. I've seen it online. <laughs> now, yeah. how would you describe uh, the position she's in in relation to the other girl she's with? She's lying on top. That's a very easy one. Yeah, and was she? And she's holding. Oh, she, I didn't get down. Okay, that so here's the funny. <laughs> she's sort of over the top of this other girl, and, and you go, oh, "That's a bit. That's nice." And then, but she's holding a bottle of booze. Oh, right. Yes. And, but she's looking out at the camera, and. You're not sure what she's going to do to this poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was a comic strip and yeah. there was a more billboards <laughs> yeah. going along, you imagine the last one would be Sophie getting carted away by the police. Oh, no, not with some ch- fatty arbuckle exactly. scandal. <laughs> with a chalk outline of this poor other girl. It's quite confronting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, love it. I, don't, I can't remember what the booze is. So I do like that idea, though, a billboard comic strip. Of yeah, I, don't know. I just thought up. about that. No, Has someone done that? No one done that, yeah. Keep adding more billboards. Have people yeah. done that? To be, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's all kinds of novelty billboards. New I like that you've, you've thrown to Tony, the, the billboard aficionado. He would just know things like that. Yeah. Watch, see, here we go. In Auckland. Yeah, I think it was in Auckland. Someone did a billboard <laughs> for Kill Bill when it came out on okay. DVD, and it was. The, the blood was spraying off the billboard and down the wall of the building and out onto the street. See, that's that fantastic. Kind of that is that Banksy? That's like, a, that's, like, <laughs> that's like in The Simpsons when they have that Itchy and Scratchy movie and there's the, the billboard for it and like Scratchy's head is getting chopped off and blood's just like pouring onto this car. <laughs> like, they've actually done that. Yeah. That's so awesome. So many good ideas were first done in Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to ask this of Ed because last time Tony was on the show, he told us afterwards uh, the news of Ed, uh, you were still in Hollywood oh, at yeah, that yeah. point and you were, you were getting close to certain things and what yeah. the great story and was was Tony said that you came second 
And I get in the Ninja, Ninja Turtle race. Yeah. Yeah, so I was over there, and I was doing auditions. So all of the sh- Have you seen that? They're advertising that sitcom Men at Work, mm-hmm. and it's awful, right? And they're all... You'll start... The next to, already, yeah. after two yeah. episodes. Oh. So you'll now start seeing the awful shows that I went and auditioned for. I did a terrible job, but you'll see them now of what the things that I was going for the start of this year. Yeah. And they're all... Very, very similar. And they'd send me and they go, all right, you're going to go play nerdy dad. And you go, all right, I can give that a swing. You go in there and, you know, they say, oh, there's like 30 guys who look just like you. Yeah. There are 30 guys. They look exactly like you. <laughs> Except the difference is, you're like, the guy's from the office. Yeah. They're right. from the parks and recreation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what am I doing here? What? This is madness. So anyway, I was going to these things and I was just sort of stuffing them up. And then one day my manager said, they said, oh, there's a, a movie. Can you go in now? Right now. And I said, what is it? They're like, don't worry about it. They sent one page of dialogue, which was like, where are, where are we? Go this way. No, no, that way. Okay, great. That was it. Right. <laughs> and it just said... Da- and you, like, did, you did a bit of read than that, obviously. No, no, no. That was, that, that was I worked with my coach a lot on that one. <laughs> and I go in there and I said, oh, all right. And I did it. And they said, oh, can you... Let's imagine this guy is technically minded. I said, yep. All right. Now imagine that you've got technical things all over your body, like maps and stuff like that, but they're not working. Can you improvise some stuff around this script? And it's just honestly a woman in a room with a little handicam and another lady saying, really nice, two really nice ladies. And I said, mm, all right, do that. And so I just started making up all this stuff about my iPhone not working and why didn't, why didn't I go to Samsung and all this sort of other nonsense. And I was like, all right. And I left. And as I got downstairs, the phone, my phone rings. They go, they go no, 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 you've got to go back. I said, what, what, have I left my keys there or something? What's happened? They go, no, no, they really like you. The director's coming in an hour to meet you. I said, what is this? What is this movie? Like, what is this? What, what are we doing here? And they go, oh, it's Ninja Turtles. I said, what are you talking about? They go, that's Ninja Turtles. Donatello is a Ninja Turtle. I said, I'm aware of who he is. And <laughs> Can I just say at this point, I heard on an old Get This podcast yes. an episode where we were doing things that had been of great influence, uh, 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 role models, yeah. people who had influenced our thinking. Yeah. And you said Donatello yeah. from the Ninja Turtles. He was Turtle, always really? my one, yeah. Because his combination of, sort of, of technology-based fun... Mm. And kicking ass, I found inspirational. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, and he was, was my favourite as well. Let's yeah. be honest, he had the staff. Yeah, so the both staff, especially thing. in the video games, he's always the best in the video games. I he had the always, reach. thank you. Yeah. I always yeah. went here, and yeah. that is one of the all-time great video games. Yes, yeah. yeah. the arcade games. It, yeah, oh, if, if you've got a six-hour wait at an airport oh, at, at Telemarine, oh, yeah, they still got it. To do? Wow. But I, I also do know that in those old Get This podcast, you do spend a lot of time slagging off Michael Bay. Well, no, that's your fault. The comedy of Michael Bay. <laughs> you introduced me to the joy that is the comedy oh, yeah, of Michael yeah, we, Bay. We, we have a theory that the worst comedy in the world is yes. the comedy of Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the sort of... Uh, the uh, jive-talking uh, uh, foreign the robots, robots in Transformers. Oh, my God, yeah. Talking in sort of racial patois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was and ridiculous. there was a film recently that was about bodybuilding. Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. You just, yeah, that that appeared that... to be a whole movie of the comedy of Michael yeah. Bay. Yeah. Well, I went and saw it, and it was... The, the whole time, you... I don't know. I was like, I just wanted to see some, see them lift some weights, and they didn't. It was just comedy. It was just The Rock and Wahlberg doing comedy. Yeah, and, was, and Rebel Wilson's in it, and, and she was obviously bizarre. just doing her own lines. Yeah, and right. She got good laughs in the cinema. I saw, but it was just so weird. Anyway, that was very odd. Anyway, so you're in the lift. You call back up. I go back up, and there's the director of uh, Battle Los Angeles. Lovely South African guy. I meet him. He's like, hey, he goes, yeah, great. And he goes, now look, do what you just did before, but. They took the script away, and I'm just going to talk to you like another turtle. And I went, oh, all right, this is very weird stuff. So I just started rattling off the sort of nerdy. Thankfully, I was had all the nerd stuff that I needed. I was talking about VHS versus Beta and how all that sort of weird stuff like that. And I left, and they were like, great. And I was like, 
anyway, I get back in the car. They go, right, you're going back on Thursday. It's down to you and another guy. They're doing chemistry tests. And I went, this is getting ridiculous. And all the while, I'm hiding the fact that I had a really bad shoulder injury. I had shoulder surgery last year, and I couldn't really lift my arm above my head. Not properly. And so the idea of doing six months of turtle training, I was like, I'll just, <laughs> yeah. I'll just wear it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll just take a shot every day. I'll be fine. Yeah. And he says to and me... And you've got to wear a suit anyway. Like, anyone could do that bit, can't they? No, because oh. what they said was they showed me the suit, and it's six foot seven, and they needed guys who were tall for Donatello because he was the tallest one, and it looks incredible. Like, these suits are And And have they world. gone back to that original... Turtles movie style no. where it is very obviously people in suits. No, no, no. It's, it's a, not CGI. It's a, is it no, 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 CGI? Gone, or? It, I, so then anyway, so then they go, now you've got to go read the script. So I go, all right, I'm going to go read the script. So you go into the universe or the whole thing. You walk in there. They give you the script. They lock you in a room. And I'm locked in there with the other guys going for the other turtles. Yeah. And it's so weird because they were all physical, like human manifestations of the old cartoon characters. <laughs> right. So there was a blonde guy with his feet up, right? Sort of half reading the script, half not giving a shit, right? And I walk in and I go, Michelangelo? And he goes, yo. Right? And a really serious guy in the corner reading for Leonardo, like a real Captain America. And this other guy, as soon as we locked, I looked at each other and we went, Donatello, Donatello. Because he was like... Bit taller than me, and was so nerdy. Like he was the nerdiest guy I've ever seen. Like in a good way. Like he was so, so just so tech and nerdy. And in the corner, they had the video game. Oh, oh no! Just, just sitting there. Did right? they bring in pizza for you? Well, no. <laughs> and and a giant rat. And so then we're sitting there. We all read the script. We finish the script. And oh, was the script on the video game? Is that what you? Were? Well, no. We're just sitting there, sort of tempting us. I was like, "Why well, am I going to get? If I, are they watching us? Right? Is Michael Bay watching us? And if I get up and play yeah. the game rather than this read the again? Script, this is a movie. Like this wow. is insane. It sounds exciting, but it was very sort of it. It was very much. It felt kind of mundane when you were doing it. Sure. Right? So yeah. then when we do it, we read the script, and I'm like, "All right, that's a that's a script. It's a Ninja Turtle script. It's, a, it's an action movie. You can't, you know, Tone. You can't read an action. No. Yeah. They've never published the script of Armageddon as a Hard back, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. It's not great reading, but it, but it sounds incredible. You know, and, that's, you know, and the, 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 the bits that they say, you're like, how the hell are they going to do that? Anyway, next day we go in and they're taking us in lots of separate, different types of turtles, right? <laughs> and so I'm in there and I'm there. And the second I get there, I was like, he's got it. And he was so much better for it than I was. I did well to get to that stage, but he was better for it than I was. So I walk in and he has got taped to his body an iPad. Right? And I went, ooh, touche. And he's got three sets of headphones hanging off his head, right? And he's got a discman or something attached to his arm. He looked like a guy from Tron or something. That and looks, I, sounds more like he's auditioning for the role of, um, what's his name? Krang? Oh, Krang, yeah. yeah, yeah the like, iPad with a little face on it yeah, on his chest, exactly. yeah. So then I thought, ah, oh, that's great. So we did our thing, and I felt like I was lagging behind. So I got some gaffer tape <laughs> and taped my iPhone to my forearm. <laughs> In a pathetic attempt to trump him, <laughs> right? Anyway, we finished the day, and I was like, "That was just a lot of fun." And they called back later on. They're like, "No, look, they're going with the other dude." But more shit, job. more shit taped to him. So yeah, exactly. More, yeah. Yeah, more objects. And <laughs> would you be interested in the role of Bebop or Rockstar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and that was it. But it was very. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to sort of see. That's what it is. Like, you think it's this big thing or whatever, but that's all it is. You go to three different rooms with a bunch of people, and at the end of it, they go, yeah, or no. Nah. That was it. Amazing. It's a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. But now you get to see it and, and wonder what could have been. It, kind of. And, and here's when I sort of knew that it wasn't for me, right? Because as I left, that should have been like, here we go. I could be an actor here. This is always what I wanted. And as I wandered out, I was like, eh, 
Yeah, I don't know. And I thought, <laughs> uh, you know what? You, yeah. you, you're in LA, you got to want it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you got to want it. You were, I like you were still undecided about a role that you didn't get. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. And you're like, well, either way, it was sort of like... You know, Cavalier says Hollywood can wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood says to Cavalier, get fucked. <laughs> you're shit. Uh, so, yeah. Talking movies quickly, Tony, I wanted to see what you think of this because you're, of course, a, yes. a noted uh, film buff. I was talking to someone last night uh, about the movie Blade Runner and yep. uh, this person said to me, Oh, I've never seen Blade Runner. And I was like, oh, you know, you should. It's great. And I think it holds up. And he goes, yeah, it's, it's weird that I've never seen Blade Runner because I'm a real science fiction movie buff. Like, I'm a real science fiction Uh-oh. fan and I've never seen Blade Runner. And I was like, I don't know that you can really claim that if you haven't seen Blade Runner. Yeah. Like, if you haven't seen one of the definitive ones. One of he, the five different cuts yeah, yeah, of yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah, I love that. That's I'm obsessed with that film that they keep... They just keep reissuing it. Someone's I love it. done a black and white trailer for it now, like an old 40s. Oh, really? Wow. New one in there, version. Tone. There's another one coming. I'm sure I saw the other day they were talking about, they're still talking about doing another, a sequel or a prequel of some sort. Oh, he's, he's now Always at the point that. where he's just going to ruin everything that he's yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ruined Indiana Jones. Wants to do another one of those. He's 71. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of, uh, is he in the new Star Wars? Wants to be that one as well. See, that's the, here's the thing. If you're in LA right now, that's the thing that would be going around. That you'd be auditioned for and wouldn't know it was that? That's, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh. You'd get a script that would be like, Darren and Paul go to a cafe. But it would be suspiciously quadrant six. And the waiter, brackets Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Hang a minute. Exactly. But I, I love that, that they've been so secretive about the Ninja Turtles movie. Like, in case any of the dialogue... Of the Ninja Turtles movie well, gets out and people know what sort of no, pizza they're ordering? Or? No, because a year ago the, uh, the original script got out and people, the internet, went, this is the worst film that's ever going to be made. Oh, so they yeah. shut it down for a year <laughs> to rewrite. Right. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they just changed the name on the front. Changed yeah, the yeah. font. Changed yeah, the yeah font. exactly yeah. right. Yeah, this will get them. Times New Roman. They won't see us coming. But that's, that's what they were worried about. Yeah, right. Well, see, we don't really have that in this country where there's <laughs> secret scripts going around except for Chris Lilly show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, a friend yeah. of mine who's a redhead got called to an audition for a show and was told, we can't tell you what the show is Chris Lilly. <laughs> exactly. Must be Chris Lilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets handed this dialogue, and he gets the script, and he's got really nothing to say in the scene. The whole scene is him just being insulted with blood nut and ranga. <laughs> but they send in like a young girl production assistant to play the other role. Oh. So he said he was sitting there, and everywhere where they had the name of the person who was insulting him, it was crossed out. Wow. It just had Joshua. What <laughs> Joshua. So he said, he said oh, basically my audition was sitting there for 10 minutes while a young girl yelled all of the same insults <laughs> at me that I heard for 10 years at school. <laughs> and then I was told you can go. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he didn't get the part. Is, is Chris going to treat Jermay like Dame Edna? Like, is he going to be oh, doing Jermay? Like, yeah. is she going to be at university? Yeah. And then be a house? Oh, yeah. Like, he can ride this forever. And I saw a photo of him, because uh, it comes out next week, so I saw a photo of Chris as Jermay today. And... I think he shaves his legs, right. yeah, like yeah. really smoothly for the part. Yeah, and they're quite nice. He looks quite the leg. He's got quite nice legs. But when you see him now with those high school girls, 
like it's it's almost creepy. It's on yeah. the borderline. It's, 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 yeah. it's a border. Disturbing. But I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. The longer he keeps that character in school, I think the funnier it gets. No, I hope she. I hope he he's fifty and yeah, she's doing yeah. year twelve. I, I, you know? I find that really weird because I saw publicity shots and I remember looking at it and and looking at this fully grown man in a dress with yeah. schoolgirls and going. I think he's starting to push it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I don't think he can get away with why that. Yeah, like three years ago, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And now I was like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, I think that fully grown man is now getting a little bit old for that little school uniform. Yeah, it's yeah. an issue. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. anyway well, just on that, this is the Good thing I was thinking about. Speaking of action movies, this is the thing I was thinking about uh, the other day because Con Air was on TV. Yeah, yeah. Con- it always. Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the new, it's the new Devil Wears Prada, is the, is I think. It's the new Uncle, think Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, and I, I love that movie, and I just watching it. I hadn't seen it for many years and watching it with a bit of a different eye. I love that, you know, the character in there, his, I think his name's like Raymond Martinez. He's the guy that gets on midway through yep. the cross-dressing yep. guy, yep. which I love because that film is so, like, it ticks every box of, like, a 13-year-old, what a 13-year-old wants in a film, yeah. except for a PG sex scene. And to me, sneaking in the crossdresser just feels like this just desperate attempt to <laughs> just get something. just some. How can we get at least a little bit of sex well, in this film? The best line in that is when uh, uh, the is it what is it? It's not Chappelle, is it? Who's playing? Yeah, Chappelle. It's Chappelle. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, Chappelle's getting on the plane, and he's the guy that's got to have the that has the key. Uh, the, the the fashioned keys in his mouth yeah. that, to unlock the locks. So he has to get it past the guard. And when he goes up to the plane and they're inspecting him and they go to inspect his mouth and the guard pulls away and says, what's the matter with you? It smells like someone's shit. It's someone's, it smells like someone's shit in your mouth. Yeah. To which Chappelle replies, he told me he loved me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Lovely. credits of the film where it's done like an old British sitcom with you have been watching. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you see all the lovable series. Serial killers all <laughs> turning to Cameron doing a big smile. Oh, yeah. Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah, John, it's, and it's John Malkovich. No, no, it's Steve Buscemi when he's at the clothesline picking out his address. <laughs> <laughs> like Mrs. Brown's Boys. Like a Farrelly Brothers movie, yeah. Do they give it a bit of James Bond where it gets, well, gets right to the end and they say, uh, 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 what's his name? Cyrus Avaris will be returning in. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah, only yeah. stabbed twice. They are, I like that they do that. Um, the Because I saw Gravity the other day. I don't know if you guys yeah, have seen it. Yeah, but yeah. that film does a thing that is is, is very much in vogue at the moment where... In fact, I think they did, but the, the title of the film coming up at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Which it comes up, comes up a second time. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it comes yeah. up at the start as but well, it, doesn't it? It does come up at the start. Yeah, and yeah. then at the very end it goes gravity. Yeah, and then we see all the directed by names, blah blah blah, and then it goes gravity again. Yeah, yeah, like, I know that. We haven't maybe noticed the name of the I, film, yeah. but I love it, and I love it when it's done in that way. When, as if it's like meant to be a twist that the title is at the end. Yeah, right. I mean, there'll be like some some kind of profound line at the end of the movie, and then the title comes up, and there's like a big music sting as the title comes up, yeah. as if you're meant yes. to go, oh, because we didn't see the title it yet. Oh, they held it out for the whole two uh, hours. I thought it was because spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it. Uh, uh, don't listen to the, this very next bit. But the very last I bit seen it. of have you not seen it? No. Oh, should I say this? It doesn't matter. It's not a. It's uh, not, not high on. I have seen it. Oh, okay, right, right. It is in the cone of silence. All right, it is in the cone of silence. Right. So the very last bit, where uh, just before it says gravity, is the bit where Sandra Bullock's lying on the beach and like touching the sand, mm. and then goes gravity, and it's like oh. That's the first bit of gravity we've seen for the movie. <laughs> so you, you need to subtitle that bit. My my favourite bit. Done, 
We're done. Spoilers okay, over. Okay, good. My favorite bit of the custard pie fight. No, no. This one, this one really. My favorite thing in that movie is at the start. There's that screen of text for like a minute. That with all the facts about, but just giving you a bit of backstory about That's space, right. just uh, just to bring you up right. to speed for any newies out there. Yeah. You're going, how dumb! The <laughs> yeah. final line is, "Living in space is impossible." <laughs> okay, they actually say that. Who is this person? Oh, right. Thought that yeah. maybe you could just pop out. Who is this person that's just transported in that needs to be given given the whole specifics yeah. about for space? all those people that have never been out at night? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know there is a, um, there's a music venue up the road. As I was walking past it to come here, uh, it used to be where the the nightclub, not billboards. In the you know, it's a popcorn. Not the metro. 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 Oh, metro. Yeah. Yeah. The metro. So they've got uh, bands playing acts, right? And as I was walking past, they were flashing up. The, on the little screen, the different acts that were coming up. So it's like, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire, November 14th and 15th. Oh, that right? good. <laughs> and then, well, I'll get your ticket. And then <laughs> it had, remember the boy band uh, Five? Yep. There was yep. a boy band Five. And it Numeral said, Five, IV. And yeah, they, they yeah. have changed their name to Boy Band Five. Boy Band Five. Well, it came up and it said Five, but in the photograph, there's only four of them now. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and you notice Earth, Wind and Fire, no wind. No wind. Yeah. How sad is that? That's a, what a terrible yeah. reminder. That would be, see, gravity style if Earth, Wind and Fire started their gigs by coming out and giving you a few facts about the Earth. Yeah, that'd be nice. A few facts about wind and a few facts about fire. At the end of the show, at the end of the show, Win. <laughs> there you go. I love Remember that. Remember when uh, Ben Folds came on oh, yeah, a radio yeah. show and we, because isn't the Ben Folds Five was three guys, yes. wasn't it? You yeah, know, it I think we. Our first question was to ask him whether the other two guys are now touring as the Ben Folds Four. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I literally saw him get up to leave. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll play the new we one. Have other jokes. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll play the new album. <laughs> Yeah. We promise. Yeah, that's when. What did I say to um um the guy yeah, from Arrested Development? The uh... oh yeah, we had uh we we got to go and when we used to be affiliated with a radio station. Yes. Um, before we got banned from the premises of yeah. going in there, we uh we went and did the red carpet for Horrible Bosses. Yeah. And so we got to talk to Jason Bateman oh. and Charlie Day and Jason Sudeikis. And my first question to Jason Bateman on the red. Carpet was. There's been a lot of talk about the sequel coming up. You know about, about. Sorry, not the sequel. About the, you know, movie. Yeah, the move. The 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 movie. You know, when's it coming out? Team Wolf three, and he just went. Oh right, that's. I get that, and then just walked. <laughs> just walked away. Hated it. Hated it so yeah, much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have been uh, like. Vodka salesman Dan Aykroyd keeps getting asked <laughs> yeah. about Ghostbusters 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just says, yeah, there's a script we're really happy with. No, there's nothing. No. Yeah. There's no script that no one's happy with. There was the video game. Yeah. The yeah. Xbox video game yeah. where they all did. That, that must be a bad script for Bill Murray keeps saying no to this script, but he said yes to the video game. Yeah, How's the video well, game yeah. got a better yeah, script exactly. than Ghostbusters 3? Well, now they're advertising actors in video games. Did you see there's a new uh, action video game, like a Last of Us kind of thing, and they're advertising Ellen Page and like William Hurt or something oh, wow. in a video game. And I'm thinking what it is, Tony, is it's remember when, remember when animation films didn't have name actors yeah. in them. So Little That's Mermaid, right. no one. Yeah. Aladdin, yeah, Robin yeah, Williams, yeah. Lion King, they were like, uh, this works. And so then remember they drew they drew Scar to look like Jeremy yeah. Irons. Yeah. 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 And, and there'd be videos of the animators watching Danny DeVito do that's his right, voice and like, right. getting yeah. mannerisms that's from right. him. Yeah. And then after that, it was just a gravy train of, yeah. Yeah. of, of famous. Which is really weird because when you get famous 
voices in movies. I find just half the movie you just straining there going, oh, that's someone, isn't it? Yeah, just, just they just sound like a normal dude, yeah. There's so yeah. many voices that, like, what is, like, a Zach, Zach Efron? Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. sounds like. Yeah. But, but he gets know, a lot of money to, t- <laughs> you know. The, like, I do know that, like, trained voice actors, like your Billy oh, Wests yeah, and, yeah, your, and, your, and your those guys, they hate it. There's, like, a big kind that. of... Yeah. And they do, they, remember they were calling it improvisation? So they would get, so what they do is they get Billy West and all the trained voice actors in at the script stage, and they go, you know, guys, we're doing Horton, here's a who, and we're thinking about you guys for the leads. Um, let's just kick it around. And the voice actor's are like, all right, here we go. And so they'll do five pages of script as like five different characters and add jokes. And then they'll give the job to Zac Efron. <laughs> they'll go see the movie and hear their joke yeah. coming so, out of his oh, mouth. Yeah, there would have never been a Mel Blanc 50 years ago. It would have been Selena Gomez. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> doing, doing Bugs Bunny. She would have done a great job. <laughs> and did I read that Al Pacino was meant to be in... Wow. Despicable Me. Oh, too. Wow. I think that was the one, and he was already on the poster, and then they were recording it, and he stormed out, quit the movie. Really? Yeah, that's right. Go, yeah. What could have, like, at what point did Al Pacino yeah. go, no, I've sunk beyond the level <laughs> of Jack and Jill? I thought you were going to storm me. I'm trying to fuck Adam Sandler in a dress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he should have more been in Hort- Horton, he's a hoo ha. Yeah. <laughs> Hey? Wow! Hey! Wow! Man. This is the last episode <laughs> ever of the little dumb 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 I neck myself. I'm Rad Dad. He's the raddest dad in town. Rad Dad. Happy 8th birthday, Jenny. Thanks, Rad Dad. I'm so excited. You've been telling me for months that you have an extra special present planned, and finally it's my birthday. So where's my present, Rad Dad? Well, Jenny, I believe your present may be coming to say hello to you right now. Who is it, Rad Dad? Oh, only the star of one of your favourite TV shows and movies. Miley Cyrus? No. Ben 10? Even better. Well, let's just open the door and find out. It's... Cowabunga, dudes. Where's the pepperoni pizza? Who the fuck is this? It's Donatello, dude. The coolest of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, bro. Have a totally radical birthday, Jenny. This is seriously my present. Oh, you don't, you don't like it? Uh-oh. Well, luckily, I've got a backup present for you. Oh, thank goodness, Rad Dad, because that was kind of an inappropriate present that I didn't really... And here he is coming along right now. All right, Rad Dad. Is she the one you want me to strip in front of? Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm eight years old. Who is this old man? And, and can he stop taking his pants off? What? But no one's ever been disappointed with my Yorkshire pudding. Oh. Oh, get the hell out of my house, you weirdo. Go, go. <sighs> Jenny, I tried my best to give you the best present I could think of, and, and I failed. I guess the only thing I can do right now is say... Have a totally tubular day, Jenny. Uh, and you can fuck off too. Oh, tonight. Rad Dad is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> hey, I have an update from last week. I was telling you uh, to, to bring Tony and Ed up to speed. Last week I was talking about uh, my housemate had gone in for a job uh, driving around the actor Vincent Castle while he's in town. Whoa, where uh, does Vincent Castle Vincent Castle of... of of, of the, Ocean, the Oceans movies, Oceans uh, movies yeah. Black Swan. Married to somebody? Monica was married Bellucci. just oh, recently. Oh, is he married to Monica yeah, Bellucci? No, separated, just recently separated. Uh, yeah. wow. G-star model? 
Yep. So he got the job. Uh, update. He uh, so so now we can begin the, the regular segment on the little dum dum club of Castle Watch. Um, Where I can you? report that yesterday uh, my houseman had to drive in some Castle to get his working with children check. Oh, um, because they're filming this those. film in Mount Eliza, which is substituting for like somewhere in Europe. Hang so, on, which one is, is this? The one with Christina Ricci? Is which one is this? I don't know. I is do Christina know. Christina Ricci filming a movie here, she, or, or she already has. Maybe it's already sort of half coming out. Well, what movie is this? Vincent Cassell just hanging around. I can't remember the name of it. Calling out a gold too. <laughs> yes, it's about time. Yeah, <laughs> see it. Um, but yeah, I am fascinated Jeez. with with trying to get. Try, I want I want the cast to come around to our house. Yeah, is what right. I really well, want. That's well, it's pretty easy for your, your mate just not to do his job very well. Yeah. And <laughs> here we are. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find this is the casino. I believe today he had to go and uh, he had to go and have a, a meet and greet lunch with all the mothers of the of the little kids that are in. Oh right, the yeah. film. But I do Brilliant. like that. I like that Man Eliza is substituting for, yeah. for like Paris or something. Like that's <laughs> Paris, really, yeah, yeah. funny. Like I don't. That's know one of those. That's one of those ones where Paris. you paint a paint a cow brown because yeah. they look like horses on yeah. camera. Yeah. <laughs> and New Folly Bergier is being staged at the 21st century. What? <laughs> 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 that's how they driving around, driving around the famous You're people, flashing back to the thunders. Yeah, the famous. <laughs> well, yes. Um, Oh, yes, that, that's what it reminded me. So they used to run these competitions where, when I was driving the Black Thunders where you could have a band come to your house and play. And Thirsty Merc was really big at the time. And the deal was you could get Thirsty Merc to come and play at your house. Right. But it was my Played job. by the great Ray Thistlethwaite. Ray yeah. Thistlethwaite. Just any opportunity to say that. Yeah, good job. I'll take it. Um, best moustache in rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. And what, what was second prize? <laughs> Two concerts by Thirsty Merc? Yeah. Live performance by Tommy Aids. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my job was to be a roadie for them for the day. So I, they like, I showed up and we had to go and it was pretty far out this house. And Thirsty Merc were not happy. They'd signed this deal. <laughs> Obviously it was like, we will play your new single this many times if you go and do this gig. Yeah. Right. We get out to the gig, and they ha- I had been speaking to the people whose house it was, saying Thirsty Mercury coming. They're like, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, you better bring some roadblocks because it is going to be fucking chockers, mate. We <laughs> fucking told everyone, mate, Thirsty Mercury, mate, this is going to be the best day of their life. And I was like, I'm thinking, oh, these poor people like Thirsty Mercury are going to actually do half an hour and then just leave. They're not going to want to hang or whatever. So we get to, the, get to the house. I'm like, I think this is it. We go around the back, and... There is two people there. Oh. oh. Right? Two people. And are either of them in Thirsty Merc? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirsty Merc are in the car. How, how, did, how did they both get around the roadblocks? <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody. And they, we set up, and I, and I had to bring a barbecue as well for the thousands of people. I had like 500 sausages. Oh. And I was like, do I put two on? Back to Vlados. Or do I put... <laughs> do I... What do, and there's a dog. I thought maybe the dog would like a few sausages. Another bloke shows up, so there's three. Thirsty Merc. And you know what? Thirsty Merc were actually very good about it. They set up, they did, they played their set, and then packed up and left. But I had to report back to the radio station. But I I, I couldn't say, guys, this sucks. Um, (laughs) I had to be, I had to talk it up. And so I was trying to get the three people to sound like they were a massive crowd. So I said, okay, guys, listen, when I go on the radio here and say, look, Thirsty Merc's here, it's going off, we've had to close the streets, (laughs) I need you guys to go crazy. Right. And I'm like, all right, yeah, fucking yeah. And so I go on, and they're just silent, just silent, right? And I'm going, and they're going, 
right? I'm going, <laughs> and they're going like this. Like, oh, guys, it's well, I've had to, I've had to go into the bathroom here, and I oh, tell you what, like, put the it down. soundproof yeah. bathroom. <laughs> run, the, run the taps. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stop turning over cars. Crazy mower. Cops are here. Oh my god. And I get, to, I finish it, and I go. What are you doing? And they go, we're ready. I go, that was it then. They go, oh, fuck, we didn't know. Like, what are we doing? You should have gotten Michael Pope to come in and do some warm-up. Yeah, yeah. we'd have got the Talking crowd. through it. We'd yeah. have got the crowd going. So, like, yeah. It's like a night on the project when you know there hasn't been a massive crowd in there and you can just hear the warm-up guy next to the crowd mic going, yeah! And I've had nights like that doing live <laughs> television. I've had nights where the warm-up guy is killing himself with laughter yeah. and he just looks crazy because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is laughing I remember one week on TV Burp we had uh, John Deeks did warm up yeah. did the audience warm up he's seen it all and it was but it was <laughs> sure ridiculous has. like he he did it started with a bit of banter he goes oh you know what are you where, what are you what are you what are you doing and the girl goes oh, I go to uni and he goes oh where do you go to uni and she goes Latrobe and then he goes how do you find it out there because my daughter went there and she and then just got into this 10 minute Private, <laughs> quiet discussion yeah. while oh, we're there going. Benefits of Latrobe. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've got this show that we're about to do that we yeah, can't have people to be revved up for. Yeah, we need to we need to sort this out. Yeah. You know? What happens to the open day? <laughs> I worked at Channel Seven in the in the eighties when they did a show called Press Your Luck with Ian Turner. Great yes. show. And yes. like seven. No whammies. People, yeah. Whammies. whammies. Yeah, no whammies. Seven people would show up to be in the audience and Deeks would have to warm those seven people up and then at some point in the game show they would have to stop the show turn the cameras off and move the seven people to different <laughs> oh, chairs oh. so that they could take a shot from this angle look like there were people sitting over there different hats right everyone hats, wigs bunny <laughs> noses would, uh, would now we're going to cut to the corridor of, of <laughs> people behind the yeah. Interpy just loving it wow right. watching, watching Interpy then off to see Thirsty Merc later in the day yeah. Yeah. can I pitch Tony, you know I love game shows, right? Sure. Can I pitch a genuinely serious game show idea I've got? Please. Format. Yeah. In life, I really genuinely want well, to get a game show. A lot of the fat cats show. at nine do listen in, so. <laughs> well, sure. good. All right, Ginge, if you're listening, <laughs> hold on to your checkbook because here comes gold, right? <laughs> so, in all seriousness. Yeah. Right? The name, hang on, I thought of a really good name, but I'll come back to that because I've forgotten it, right? Oh, the yeah. Ginge no, has no, switched no, off. You've no, no, sure, sure. It's called Drop, uh, drop the Ball. Right, that's got that's like a got a people know what that means. It's just a phrase. Yeah. Two balls. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it starts. The show starts with the host standing up in like a little balcony with the two team captains that have already been picked. Right, and as the audience comes in and sits down, the they don't know this. The audience doesn't know this. They're just sort of coming in and sitting down. The team captains are going one by one, and they're picking people to be on their team that they think are going to be good at answering questions. Right. So the host is going, oh, there's going to be some sport questions. So then you go, oh, I'll have a guy, he looks sporty. Oh, there's going to be fashion. Oh, she looks like she knows fashion stuff. Right? So then you got, so now you've got two teams. Now, you guys hate it already, but it's good. No, I'm so into it. So, then, so now you've got two teams picked at random by the thing. And you quickly go to your, you, let's say I've got a team, and I'll quickly go, let's say Tone's on my team, I'll go, what are you good at? What are you smart about? What are you good at answering? Uh, the laser discs. Uh, <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> 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 oh, God, we're fucked! <laughs> we give up! <laughs> right? We're yeah. losing Ginge! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll ask you, Kyle, you're on my team, what are you smart? What are you good at? Uh, what do I know? Yeah, uh, what are you good at answering about? Uh, the films of Dan Aykroyd. Let's, let's say soccer. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 young young man, your name's Tom, uh, da, Tommy. What's your, what are you good at answering? Uh, cartoons. Stuff about cartoons. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. All right, good. Fine. 
So then, now the next, the first round is. I, I'm tipping this is your first test audience. <laughs> no, no, no. This, I've done this a thousand times. Right. Right? <laughs> There's a lot of swearing in this game show so far as well. I don't know it. what time slot you think of this. He's <laughs> killed at seven, mate. Trust me. <laughs> and then you, you've got two people up against each other. You pick people as you go, and they go up there, and it's one on one answering questions, and people are getting knocked out as you go. Yeah. Cut a long story short, you get to the end, and you've got a team left of the people who've done well. Done the best. And then you've got, you know those giant, you know those games where you drop a ball at the top and they sort of bounce through little things and they drop into a, a value at the bottom? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, they're called? How yeah. best can I describe I them as well? Yeah, I don't, it's like, like a little, like a little ball puzzle. You know, you sort of, yeah, you sort of yeah. maneuver the ball to that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got your team there and they've got one final round and you're answering questions and as you go, that board, that ball game is being modified. So little th- things are getting taken out of it or little um, uh, obstructions are being placed in. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you drop a big ball and it bounces down and whatever money they win at the bottom, they win and they all get to keep. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you realise n- no one here can, we can't green like this. Yeah. <laughs> no one here works at a network or anything. No, I know that. But you know people are 10, can't <laughs> Can you tell Charlie Pickering about it? <laughs> what about fucking yeah. Samson? Is Todd Samson in there? He's got his brain redesigned. I am, can I am, he help? I, I'm catching up with Reg Grundy straight after the show. Great. So if I remember, you know I'll Todd, bring it up. You know how Todd Samson's getting his brain redesigned? Yes. What, what episode does he become less of a wanker? <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? I just thought of it this morning. Did you come back? Did you come back from LA just to do that one? No, it's just I just can't. It's... LA, we're right now. Someone is building a huge drop the balls. No, of course they are. <laughs> because again, I love I, I love the Price Is Right. The Price Is Right is such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. And I just and I love game. I'm determined. One day I'll keep working on it. A, a game show tone. It would just be. This is well. Burt Reynolds thought of uh, win, lose, or draw. You're joking. One night. Well, he did... was at his house and someone mentioned how much money the creator of New Prices Right had oh. got. Bert goes, "What's that game we play around here?" And, and then he just went and pitched it and made millions of dollars. Really? Huge. I've never heard of Win, Lose, or Draw. Now, it ran for three years in the eighties, but apparently, you know, I have to stave him off having Sh- to do Cannonball Run. Sh- Surely, draw shouldn't be an option in a game show, though. When you, <laughs> you get to the end and there's well, no resolution, well, you're all guys. See you next week. <laughs> Take it up with Bert and Dom Del. <laughs> so, Tony, what was the idea that was stolen from Hugh? Jackman. Hugh Jackman came up with oh. yeah, Hugh Jackman well, genuinely came up with a really I big heard, television format and got it stolen from him. This is very talking out of school but uh, yeah, I heard from someone who worked with Hugh Jackman that he pitched a show mm-hmm. to a television network and sent it in, yeah. sent it in an envelope and then about three months later saw it on TV. That's oh, right. And wow. called them up and said, I sent you that. And they went, well, good luck proving that. Yeah. And this is before Hugh Jackman was famous. This, okay, right, right, yeah. right. And, yeah, because yeah, now the calls would come out. I love if that had happened like in the last year. Like, why? no no big Hollywood star. We don't want you in our TV yeah. show. He came up with Slideshow and they went, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. But it was a huge show that I think is, was might massive. still be on. We couldn't yeah. say which, no, but, but, but it, it was. But it was a, a, yeah. you know, a proper format. Oh, right. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I, love it. I reckon keep a photocopy if you're posting it in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the old thing. With is a date the, on it. That's the old, I can't remember where I read this, but you, you, anytime you're pitching something, you, you, you mail a copy to yourself. Uh, don't open it because then it's date stamped from the post yeah. office. Ah. You just file that away, and then uh, that's good. Well, well, day. when we were in, when I was over there, so Ash, I was over there with that. Like, you know, we do. What? How do we describe? For those who don't know what Ash Williams is, 
a hard. I've often been stumped in trying to describe so Ash Williams to someone. So imagine Kramer. He, he's a good nose. Oh, good Kramer, but looks like Thor. Yep. Yeah. And panel to show on Nova. That kind. That yeah. Kind panel of the to genre. Sh- yeah. It was yeah. he? He attempted to win Cleo Bachelor of the Year. Uh, wearing gold hot pants right. and was stunned that he didn't win. I've got it. It's Kramer meets Warwick Kappa. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah that's, cool. that's, 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 <laughs> that's pretty, the best that's pretty good. Can I, can I quickly that's give you a bit good. of Warwick Kappa? Oh, uh, yeah, please do. Very, we very love quickly. the guy. He, uh, he was on, love the uh, going back to This Week Live, he was he was on the, the Tom Gleason segment, I Had You Changed My Mind. Oh, yeah. And I watched Which the I whole... thought was hard. Like, I like, quite like Tom's choices. Yep. But why would you hate Warwick Kappa? Yeah, I think that was a bit of a who's around during... AFL grand Robert gotcha. Mugabe fell out at the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, surprisingly, a lot of people don't want to go on a segment called "I Hate You." Change my mind, yeah, right. but he'll go okay. on anything. So yeah, of course, yeah. he was on, and I watched the unedited bit. And of oh, course, yeah. uh, you know, because yeah. of, of you guys, that's, that's where yeah, the joy yeah. is. Yeah, and after listening to you know him on, mm-hmm. on your show and get this uh, for so long, I was I wanted the original footage, and so they cut so many great bits out of it where he was just he just prepared answers to questions that had never been asked. Of course, so. so <laughs> Of course, yeah, it was. It was like, oh, Warwick Kappa, uh, you know, you're, uh, the Gold Coast is known as a, you know, a, a bit of a shithole. What was it known for before you moved there? Uh, like a, a uh, question yeah. like that, and he'd go, yippity yippa, Kappa's done it again. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that wasn't that wasn't anything yep, to do with the first like, bit. The blonde hair, blue eyed monster. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where is it? The blonde hair, blue eyed, six foot four, and ready to take off. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I wondered what coffee you wanted, mate. Was <laughs> one of the questions yeah. was something like that, and then he said, he said, mate. Uh, the Wiz, Kappa, I was the Bon Jovi of the 80s. And I went, wasn't Bon Jovi the Bon Jovi <laughs> of the 80s? Right. Well, he has this, yeah, he'll, so anytime you ask Warwick, Tony and I genuinely love the guy because yeah. he, yeah, he yeah. does not have, in a world where like people who work on radio are going into the Big Brother house to come out to get a better radio yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, it, things have gone topsy-turvy and apparently you can just... Put, you know, you can be on YouTube kicking a cat and you're a, you're a genius, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Warwick has no... He, he has a big ego, but he there's nothing... He, he can, absolutely knows why he's funny. Yep. He knows what's funny about him and he knows how ridiculous he is. And, and he, he will do anything without asking what it's going to be used for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which that's what we like. And he'll sign a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so he... But every time you ask him... So, uh, Tony, do you remember his answer every time you ask him how something went? So I'll say, "Hey, was how did the um how the porno go? Fantastic, sold a hundred thousand units. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did your book go? Wonderful, sold a hundred thousand units. <laughs> Everything he did was in in amounts of a hundred thousand. Yeah, he was trying 000. to convince someone on the show that he has been responsible for one billion dollars worth of merch and sponsorship throughout his career. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Well, well, we, that's you know, an interesting. Everyone knows yeah. that sketch that Richard Marsden yeah, yeah, yeah. used tapes of. Of uh, Warwick Capra yeah. yeah. called people up. Yeah. We were working with Warwick Capra and he, someone mentioned oh my that. God. And he started yeah. telling them that he had actually done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, come up with up, it. Uh, yeah. I called up Don Lane and uh, he said this. <laughs> and, then I said, and I think in his mind he thought he had called all those people yeah, yeah, and yeah. said those odd phrases. Oh, my God. <laughs> Purpose. Uh, did anyone Love end up? Did, did, was there ever an end? Because remember before the grand final, he, he advertised that you could oh, buy a weekend away house. at his house. You could go stay at his yeah. house. I wonder if anyone did it, if there was any follow-up on that. Wow. Someone must have done it, surely. I, I met him years ago when I, I, I worked at the AFL and I used to work with this guy who ghost wrote his autobiography uh-huh. and I sort of got obsessed and I would ask him all the time about Kappa and so this the, the ghost writer was a bit of a weird guy and uh, he liked the attention so he would come up one day he just came up and went 
you like the whiz, don't you? Yeah. Well, he's coming to see me tonight. You want me to bring him in here? And yes. I went, yeah. And he goes, all right then. And then he did it. And we all got really scared because we we're like, well, that's a funny idea on paper. Mm. But then he's bringing Warwick Kappa in to like three guys that worked in the graphic design department of the AFL <laughs> to do what? Like, he just came in and we got really scared. It's a personal appearance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How much got, did you pay him? Yeah, nothing. But he came in and we just go, oh. And then he walked in and the first thing he said was, all right, where's the girls, guys? Because uh, I've been on the plane for an hour, which means my knob hasn't been po- <laughs> polished in 60 minutes. So what's next? And we all just Amazing. went, yeah. See, you don't have to worry. Warwick Capper is self-sourcing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. He's yeah. ready. We should- oh, and then I got him to sign all these um, photos of him that we'd printed <laughs> off off the internet. And I... And he signed like heaps of them, and one of them, my friend Robbie, um, we I got him to sign one for him, and so uh, he's signing it. And I said that one's to Robbie. So if you just put to Robbie, and he goes, oh, yeah, okay. And he he goes T O, and then he goes R O B, and then he looked in the air and went E. To Robe. Robbie. Robe. <laughs> to Robe. To the entire seaside community of Robe. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's funny thing you bring up about his autobiography. Because if ever there was... Full forward. Yeah, but if there was yep. ever someone who... Audio books, right? I've just listened to the Alan Partridge audio book oh, yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Holy right. moly. What a... You know, the best. Yeah. So... I've become obsessed with people who read their own audio book and people who don't. Because mm-hmm. I went straight away, Tone, to Rex Hunt's audio book. And I thought, you Surely. betcha. Here, <laughs> here we go. Who could possibly... The fat kid from Audiolic that stood up with the thugs in the skull industry. <laughs> um, and six hours of that, it's like, here we go. And it's not him reading oh, it. Oh, what? It's a journalist. So uh, when I clicked, James L. Jones? Well, <laughs> so I clicked on the, on, the le- on, the, on the preview, Carl, and it goes... The fat kid from Mordialic who <laughs> stood up to those thugs in the skull industry. <laughs> what the fuck is this? The culture vastic. Exactly. <laughs> so the Wiz. Just quickly, can I interject? Because I'm not a big sports head. Is the Wiz as a nickname? Where does that come from? Is self-proclaimed. That, is it self-prescribed? That's yeah. what I was yeah. even getting at. Yeah, yeah I love it. The Wizard of something. It. I'm not sure what. I love a self-prescribed yeah, yeah, yeah. nickname. Yeah, the no, the Wiz. Sorry to cut no, 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 that's fair enough. And so then Warwick, to me, is a perfect candidate for reading his own audio book. Mm. Like, that would just take on a whole new life. Uncut. Uncut. Not fixed up later <laughs> no. in post. Yeah, yeah 12 hours. And, like, no, leave no, the no. gaps in. Leave no, 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 no. Let me take a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no 12 hours. The speed he talks, it'd be like half an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speed read. Yeah, War and Peace in 20. <laughs> we, should, we, we were going pretty hard on our campaign to get him on the show for a little while. We, I think we need to reignite that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit scared. No, no, yeah, no. It's, it's well, because... With Warwick, you only have to throw a key word, and he's away. <laughs> it's like an improviser. He is. He's yeah. amazing. So you'll go. So when we were hanging out with him, Tone, you know, we'd just be standing around, and you don't waste that time. Yeah. You, you keep no. talking to Woz, <laughs> and you go, girlfriend? And he go, nah, I'm glad you Yeah, yeah, no, nah, look at this. Uh, and he'll get out his phone. You've just met the guy. Yeah. She's a bit all right, isn't she? She's all right. Like disgusting photos of someone. You go, yeah, she's lovely. And then you'll get to one. It'll be him nude, right? Yeah. And he doesn't put – you got to one with him, like, just – Nudish, and I went, oh, and he goes, and I thought he'd go, oh, sorry about that, and he goes, hmm, not bad for 47. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently he goes to footy clubs and he plays his porno on a big screen and then gives the director's commentary of it. Sold 100,000 units. <laughs> oh, I'm so into it. But he's, he's got it where apparently he's, he's in the act on the, on the video and he's like 
blocking the female, and like making sure he is. he's it's framed yeah, yeah. over the top of her so you can't actually see her. I wish people could see you acting this out. <laughs> lovely. Amazing. Beautiful moment. Uh, you were talking about Ash Williams was how we got Oh, uh, yeah. Why was I talking so, about yeah, Ash? So, yeah, half, he's half Kramer, half... Why was I talking about Ash? You're Don't LA, you remember? Yeah, well, something, something that happened in LA. Yeah, there's so, there's so the, much. The trouble is that's such a big category. I know. <laughs> every, every day is another... Well, my favourite thing he's done recently, right? So, he's done... Uh, guest role on a Martin Sheen show. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Oh, Martin Sheen was in his episode as well. Yes. Um, His scenes were with Martin Sheen, right? Right. And amazing. President Bartlett and Nash Williams together. And then uh, he did another one with uh, Wayne Knight from um, Newman from Seinfeld. Where he was a Frenchman? He was a French guy, playing a French guy. We did three weeks of him talking in a fucking French accent, right? (laughs) And he he didn't improve at all, but he got the gig and he did a great job. And he's had a couple of other gigs which have been, you know, like they got him and then they had some weird visa stuff. So he's doing all right. He's doing stand-up over there. Yeah. And uh, I said to him the other day, I said, oh, how are you? I go, how you going, buddy? We're on Skype. And he goes, but uh, the race for rent has never been more exciting. <laughs> right? <laughs> I said, where are we at? He goes, oh, I need uh, 900 bucks in uh, six days. And I said, how much have you got? He goes, well, I had 300 bucks. I said, well, hang on. What do you mean you had 300 bucks? Well, I had 300 bucks. Well, how much have you got now? Nothing. I go, why? I go, I go, why? He goes, uh, my car got towed today. Uh, so that was 300 bucks. Tell you what, we didn't need that. Right? <laughs> but then my favourite one is we're in the gym, right? And we're in this gym where there's a lot of famous people. Jodie Foster's over on the cross trainer. Jack oh, Black's wow. in the corner. Dudes from Entourage. Actual Fabio is there. Oh, and wow. Talking to Ash, right, about the industry. Just actual- stealing his look. Yeah. <laughs> talking to mini-me. Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing. And I kept trying to get a photograph. But the thing about Fabio is he can sense a camera from 400 yards away. <laughs> so I put the camera up and he'd look across and I'd have to put it back down. Anyway, we're in there one day and we'd see Paulie Shaw there. Wow. Paulie Shaw wearing a T-shirt with his own face on it. <laughs> <laughs> He bought too much merch back in the 90s time. Oh, Son-in-law t-shirts great. didn't take off. That was probably a Christmas present from Mitzi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. And so then he's... I see Paulie Shaw on a cross trainer, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Now I look around, Ash is talking. He's actually always just talking to someone. He was over talking to Dave Navarro, right? Yeah. And I and he wow. came over. This is this it, is the. Mate, it's incredible. And I, yeah. I go, mate, what happened there? He goes, oh, I think Dave Navarro thinks I'm a bit weird. I said, why is that? He goes, oh, I just walked over to him. I never met him before. I just walked over to him and said, mate, you have fantastic hair. <laughs> <laughs> he walked off. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, go back to what I'm doing. I turn around, Ash is gone. I go. Right? I call him, not answering. We've lost him. He, he could be gone for weeks. Yeah. Right? And I turn around, I'm like, I look out the window, and there's Ash walking along the street, just in his running shorts, no shirt, <laughs> with Paulie Shaw standing beside him, and a guy with a camera, and a guy with a boom walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes ago, Carl, he was, he was on a exercise bike, <laughs> an exercise bike next to me. Right? He's, and gotten I, a, he's gotten a series up. Right? That's right. He's <laughs> pitched it. Yeah, yeah. it you need to get him on board of uh, Drop the Ball. Yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. get it made in weeks. <laughs> it's true. And so I thought, this is, all right. No, this is, First question, how'd you get that? <laughs> exactly. This is too much. So he comes back up, and then he's playing coy. And I go, mate, what was that? Oh, my, no, no, not much, not much. I'm like, no, fuck you. That, you what happened? Why are you and Paul Shaw walking down the street? He goes, mate, I was just there. Uh, I said, to Paul. I know him from the comedy store. Yeah, I do a bit of spots up there. I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, anyway. Uh, he was looking for someone to play his best friend in a documentary about his life. And, uh, <laughs> But I, uh, his best friend in a documentary. Yeah. Right. I go, mate, right. I got, uh, mate, I got the gig, right? I go, so now you're Paulie Shaw's best friend. He goes, yeah. 
got his number. I said, well, what, what are you and Paulie doing next? <laughs> he goes, oh, I think I've got to go around to the comedy store tonight. We're just going to have a chat about comedy and that kind of thing. I said, oh, that sounds like fun. So he does that the next night. And Ash, on weekends, used to sell vodka shots in a gay bar. He would have no top uh, and a bow tie, and he would sell vodka shots at a gay bar. And for an extra 10 bucks, uh, he would put whipped cream on his nipple, and guys could lick it off. Right? So like a sexy Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And you can got to make that rent. <laughs> Such a humiliating amount. Well, $10. Well, it sort of is and it isn't, because he would make a, sh- a lot of money. I guess it's cheap enough that everyone would go, why not? And yeah. it was so, like, it's Ash, he doesn't give a fuck. That's what's yeah. so great about him. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Like, yeah. he, he was, he'd be so rich the next day. He's like, mate, smoothies are on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and... Anyway, so I go. I see him a couple of days later, and I go, "How how was Gay Bar?" And he goes, "Mate, fuck, oh, bloody cleaned up, mate. Record numbers. I set a record in there." And I said, "That's great." He goes, "Mate, Paulie came down." I said, "What are you like? Fucking what? Is this for the yeah for the doco? Uh, this was like the end of my storyline, and um, Paulie Shaw comes in, and like he sees me at the Gay Bar." And uh, yeah, then we have a chat. We just, you know, we're mates. And then um, he buys a couple of shots for a couple of dudes. They lick my nipple, and uh, yeah, they leave. And I said, "That sounds good." He goes, "But it sounds good." But um, <laughs> Paulie kept picking the <laughs> Paulie kept picking the grossest blokes, right? <laughs> So these disgusting blokes would come over and I'd go, Paulie, mate, can you at least get a hot guy? <laughs> See, to me, that story reflects worse on Paulie Shaw. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. Absolutely, it does. The rent. Exactly. What is Paulie Shaw doing? What is Paulie Shaw doing? <laughs> he was a, Tony, he was a huge movie star. Yeah. In the you army know, now, yeah. Yeah. They were funny. They were yeah, it is the biggest thing in the 80s. <laughs> I can't, yeah. <laughs> Ash, Ash Williams is soon to be seen in your film, uh, Border Protection Let's, Squad, yes, playing, yes, the, yes, playing yes. the boyfriend of one T. Dasilo. Well, <laughs> that's right. yeah, that's right. You play his girlfriend, right? Because it's like the way, the way I got And this I feel like we should bring this, this, this up. This. We, we should bring this up every episode. Uh, Tommy, when you've been hearing Tommy so far, he is a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. sound like yeah. it on there. No, he's a dude. Because it, I, this goes back about two years ago, you now being on the show, because what happened was I called you up and yeah. I said, hey, would you like to come and do our podcast? And you said, yeah. I'm a bit busy now, I can't. But hey, I'm filming this movie. Would you like to be in it? Yeah. So that my audition. Yeah, you was, never ring me. Yeah, you never call uh, me around December. You don't do that. So my audition was basically me asking you to do something for me, yeah. and then I ended up getting a job in your yeah. thing. It was kind of a very. It was a, it was maybe one of the best rejections of anything. No, it was I ever got because I ended up getting money for it. It was a paid work. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, we filmed a scene in Ash Williams's apartment building. Yes. And he had basically converted the um the hallway into this holding. area area for all the equipment and all the food was there and Ash's neighbours are coming home from doing the grocery shopping and just going what is all this stuff? And there was this great moment where one of the neighbours comes up to Ash. No, the goes, building manager. Oh, no, he was threatening to get the building Oh, that's manager. right, yes, this, right, yes. The neighbour just comes up and goes, Ash, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, it's, it's all right, mate, we're just filming a film. We're just filming a film. Yeah. I can't talk now, I'm about to do a scene. And he goes, mate, if the building manager comes in, you are going to get evicted. He's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. Yeah. And meanwhile, the, the door to Ash's um, apartment <laughs> opens and smoke just comes billowing <laughs> out of it. And then we set off the fire alarm. Yeah. The fire alarm went off. Yeah. And this was a great moment where yeah. you had to go down and. So the fire. So Guys, the fire alarm goes off, right? And, like, really goes off. Like, it's like there's a voice saying, evacuate, evacuate. <laughs> and we had only done a little bit of filming. And I was freaking out, you know. I was like, oh, no, they're going to shut us down. And so, and Rachel, who was our mate, Tone, who, was, who produced the film with me, she was there. And I look at her 
And she looks at me and I'm like, well, I guess I'll, I'll, look, I'll go and handle this. And she shook her head and I go, what's the matter? And she goes, mate, a, a call out for the fire department is a lot of money. Yeah. Like they charge a lot of money just to leave, to stop Five the table. grand or something. Yeah, yeah, to stop the table tennis and come out yeah. and deal with you. <laughs> and they do a great job, obviously. And so then I get downstairs and there's seven of them. <laughs> and they got the big trucks and they got the full suits on. And I walk down and like, like, the, like the creep. Like the creepy producer I am, I open the list and I go, it's okay, we're making a film, right? <laughs> and I think I'm toast. And the guy says, the sergeant sort of walks forward and goes, oh, right, so you've, um, you know, the whole building, and now there's no neighbours walking out going, do we have to evacuate? And I'm going, no, it's fine, no, go back inside, nothing to see. And they're sort of ushering people back in, and he goes, you know, you, you set off the fire alarm, I go, no, I know. And he sort of pauses and he goes, what are you doing, Ed? And I thought, ooh. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> And he goes Oh You're making a film And I said yeah yeah And he goes Mate I was a big Get this fan Don't do it again <laughs> Pushes two buttons And they all just fucked off <laughs> Wow Yeah And then you got to have that The greatest moment of Because we're all inside Yeah And, and to, be cl- to be clear as well This fire alarm went off In the middle of you Filming a Ryan Shelton sex scene let's, Well let's hang on it was a Ryan, that. No it was a Ryan Shelton uh, morning after Morning after scene. It was romantic Rather than Sexy Yeah I, I remember this Because I Knew where you guys Were filming Of course place. So I showed up On that day <laughs> yeah. And a couple of crew members Were down on the nature strip Yeah And they've gone Oh mate You've chosen your time well And I'm going What do you mean They're going Oh mate This chick's got her boobs out <laughs> Fucking top cans mate <laughs> you've, got to have, you've got to have a look at this And then I'm in a moral quandary Because yeah, I'm okay. going Now it looks because this was an accident, yeah. but it looks like yeah. I've got word you're the it camp. just happened yeah. to go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's what set off the boob alarm. Yeah. <laughs> the boob alarm. And then I've gone, yeah. oh, I can't go up. And they go, yeah. no, you got it. And I go, no, it's going to look like yeah. I've come just to yeah. see the boobs. Yeah. I- I'm going to go. Yeah. And then one of them goes, didn't stop Lockie Hume, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it should be pointed out, Lockie Hume, out of nowhere, had a point. He wasn't filming that day. <laughs> Had showed up and appointed himself head makeup artist for the day. <laughs> but you got this awesome moment because we're all sitting inside going, oh, fuck, what's going to happen here? And then just there's like five minutes where we're going, oh, we're going to have to leave. And then the elevator door opens and you stroll in. We're like, what's happening? Is it okay? And you go, it's all cool. Fireman was a fan. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> great. The coolest moment of all time. Uh, yeah, we got, a, we got away with it and yeah. we got... We got the shot. So to put it in context, so we set half of it set on. So the film car, I don't know how much you know about it, but it's about uh, what would happen if the people who ran border security cared more about the ratings of their TV show than what actually got smuggled into the country, which all started when my friend who was a producer on border security, the real show, I saw her at an airport once and I said, how's the show going? And she was so upset. So upset. And I said, oh, um, what was we were doing? Joy Setstone. And I said, actually, no, I saw her in the lobby of the, of the studio. And I said, what's the matter? And she goes, oh, you know, I'm doing border security. It's not going very well. I said, what do you mean? How can it not go very well? The elderly Asian tourists not bringing fish in? What's the problem? <laughs> and she said, no, 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 no. The network's pressuring us. The, you know, it's not very exciting. I said, what do you mean it's not exciting? All you do is film bags. And she sort of stopped and she threw her, her little um, her clip book down and she goes, there's just not enough people trying to smuggle drugs into the country. Right? <laughs> and I thought, eh, that's interesting. And so it's sort of about that. And right. the bits that we were doing in Ash's apartment were meant to be on the Gold Coast because Ryan Shelton's character goes rogue and it's all silly, blah, blah, blah. And Tommy um, plays Ash's... He thinks Tommy's a girl. Right. 
but as he's but he sort of accepted that <laughs> a stretch. Yeah, but he but he's accepted that Tommy's a boy. Right. But as he says to Ryan Shelton, if you're going to live on the Gold Coast, you have to accept that 70% of the girls you're going to be with are going to be guys. <laughs> <laughs> and away we go from there. I, right. I remember this. I think I talked about this when God. Pete Helly and Ryan Shelton were on the, on the show just after we oh, filmed. Yes. My first day, I was, I was you know quite nervous and very excited yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to do this thing. And my first day in the first scene, yep. I the scene started with me walking in and yes. saying something. Yes. So I've, we're all there, everything's set up. I walk in and say the line, and then I've heard you from the back of the room go, Tommy, mate, typically you wait until the director says action before you just start doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lines. You were very keen. I just went in. Just well, dove straight into it. I started using this phrase just for my own amusement. <laughs> Whenever Luke McGregor and Ash Williams were acting in a scene together, I'd go, you know, roll camera, rolling, uh, roll sound, speed, and action fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. So when can so we it expect? Should, it should be said. It's coming out real funny. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it, and and it's full of funny people and people yes. who, like, can you believe I'm saying this? Fitzy, yeah, from Fitzy and Whipper, yeah, hilarious. I always Fries, knew. AKA Fries, 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 I always, I always. He's not hilarious, but no, in a movie, in a, and acting, I always that. knew because I once I seen him do a radio ad where I was like, his timing is fantastic, and I knew he could do it, and he is great. He's as soon great. as I saw him kick six goals on debut for the Sydney Swans, I thought, I thought that man can act is yeah. in a Cavalry production. <laughs> so, well, the idea is that I want to do a couple of screenings where we get everyone together. Oh, that's and great. We do a bit of a chat and we all have some fun with that yeah. right yeah so it's sort of it's finished now but I've got to wait people are everywhere Ash is away Josh Lawson's in it too he's away but people are sort of coming back for the end of the year so the idea is to get a good venue at the end of the year ah, awesome. get some people who want to come along to have a look at it and then because Scumbus the first film we made which was on Channel 10 that's now reverted back to me so I own it again so I want to then do a sort of double release uh, of the two of them Together, so together, or in sort of partnership with each other. On Blade, laser discs. Yeah. On laser discs. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Blade Runner style. Blade Runner style in a huge box with yes. a little replica matchbox yeah. car of yeah, one yeah. of the cars <laughs> in the film. Uh, a single set. You know, in the box sets have the single cell. Yeah, for the movie I do that. They include yeah. that. Yeah. A single yeah. frame. Wow. Well, yeah, the, what's the, the the silver key gallery? Get down silver there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, shining. exactly right. Yeah. This yeah. is the actual nappy that Ash Williams wore for his. He's in a nappy for most of the DVD in a crystal skull, and you'll be. Yeah, I'll be rich. No, but look. My advice to Emma Tone, you've made films. You know how it works. Yeah. My advice, I get now I get a lot of young people ringing me up, emailing me saying, hey. Can I be a, a boy, girl in your life? <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, you know, how do I do it? And I just say, well, don't. <laughs> well, it's a sort of, like, just go and you've got a phone. Make something, like, you can do it so cheaply and so simply that you don't like I, I mine was skeleton as can be but it was still pretty professional the level because yeah. of the way I wanted to have it outputted the output I wanted you can make things now like the castle is still like now in your phone is better than any of the equipment that was used to make the castle yeah, yeah. you know what I mean it's so, been said that iPhone is more powerful than the computer that put a thing on the moon yeah exactly you will see and, and I'm not joking you will see cat videos on YouTube that mm. look like that film Shame yeah they do they <laughs> do that have pretty much yeah. the same DOP yeah the that, same lighting amazing yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what you know. So that's what I tell them. I go, guys, you can do this, but it's yeah. just, because what it always takes is, but then it just takes time. Like yeah. you just got to put the time in and be prepared for it to take over, 
take over your life. Producing a movie, Tony, as you know, is the worst thing in the world. You can get things... If things look terrible, as long as the sound is sound good, is, that's a big thing. Yeah, sound is everything. Yeah. So you've got to have good sound. Well, guys, we have... Uh, been a marathon bumper episode. Thank you so much oh uh, for we joining us. I feel like we haven't covered anything. You know? <laughs> Does anyone watch The Bachelor? <laughs> Do you? The opening stands are done. Let's just get out of serious business. What, does any, what, did anyone watch the um, the baseball this morning? <laughs> and the uh, the picture for the Detroit t- t- for the Detroit Tigers is called Fister. <laughs> what I love is Ash Williams has hijacked another podcast. I know when we and get... he wasn't even here. I know. I know. I know. I feel. Yeah. I, I hear that. Well. well have to, we'll have to come in again. Oh, I'm getting, Please. I'm getting married. Yes, oh, I'm getting. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you're saying this in relation to coming back on the podcast? Yeah. No, because I'm auditioning for MC at the moment. I've got that many good candidates. Oh, really? Time, time. I have to book you in for a uh, for an audition. <laughs> but you know, I just, I just capture suit. I just yeah. MC'd a wedding. Oh, did you? My very first. How'd you go? Uh, not uh, amazing. <laughs> uh, I is this good? Is this a good ratio? Maybe you, you might know better. Hit me. Um, I introduced five guests. I got three of them <laughs> right. How, is that is that good? That's like meatloaf how wrong did you get the other two? I mispronounced the <laughs> the father of the bride. Oh, that's not name. good. But he, he's to be paying. fair, that yeah. last name's not going to be used anymore. Oh, there so you go. It's redundant. <laughs> that's something. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I hope you said that to him. That's funny. <laughs> and I said the brother of the groom was actually the brother of the bride. Um, that's nice. Which no one knows except for him when he got up and talked about it for the first five minutes of his speech, so that was good. Oh, that's nice. But, so I was feeling like an absolute turd Come by the on. end of it, and I'm really not very happy. And then he kind of sidles up to me about an hour, two hours later and goes, Dory, mate, some of the best weddings are the ones where the MC really does a fucking shit job. <laughs> oh, that's a vote of confidence. Yeah. I reckon I can get this gig. I'll just call you tomorrow and ask you to be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Say no, uh, but would you like to MC my wedding? But my, leave this. Tone, do you remember how much? How, like, or anyone know this? How much do flowers at a wedding cost? Does anyone have any idea? No. Any ideas? I would have no idea. No. Let's say three thousand. So we. So my fiance Tiff calls up wedding flower places. The first place she rings, they go, well, we have a minimum spend on flowers of $5,500. Oh, you need to do what I d- did and go to Las Vegas. Yep. It's 140 bucks for Elvis <laughs> and everything else is complimentary. Yeah, ticket for the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so that's, that, I, I, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. That, well, Sam Simmons got married in Los yeah, Angeles. He's by in Vegas. By yeah. Vegas in, in Vegas. And then I watched it on the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was no sound, but I'm pretty sure it was them. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like 10.30 in the morning great. local time. I was eating my cereal watching yeah. a wedding. Simmons get married. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's enough of that. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I guess we can let people know on our Facebook and stuff if you're going to do the border protection thing at the no, end no, of the year. No, no. Once, once it's back on, oh, we'll, you know, we'll keep, come back keep on. Keep an eye out yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, Tony, anything you've got coming up that you would like to mention? I should mention the show Upper Middle Bogan yes. is on uh, DVD, which I did. You do the DVD, Tony? I di- I didn't, bec- and uh, you will know that because there are no Easter eggs. Ah, oh. give me a break! How many Easter eggs on the uh, Barjas DVD? Barjas, I think uh, nineteen <laughs> Easter eggs. Fantastic! Oh, really? uh, yeah. It was the attempt, as I've mentioned before, to have more hidden content yeah, than yeah. content. Didn't <laughs> succeed. The Easter eggs, copyright. The Easter eggs kind of yeah. gone out of vogue a little bit, it hasn't has. it? Like, you'd slip up and you'd press left instead of right, and Austin Powers' nose would light up, and you'd go, oh, "What happened here?" From the past. 
like yeah. the Tamagotchi and yeah. Spoleto Tamagotchi and, <laughs> and the one cent coin. And also we've got some uh, we've got a number of UK listeners. You worked on Ross Noble's uh, show that's about uh, to be on over yes, there. Yes, uh, it's called Freewheeling. It's on a ch- something called Dave, which yeah. apparently is an actual TV channel uh, from October 29th. I love it. And is there any touring of your of your solo show of your show that I just watched at the Fr- Fringe Festival? I was happy with that, but I, you can tell me, Carl, is it? You can't really tour a 50-minute show. That's all right for a comedy festival, but you would have Why to. Why not? Can't I you? I feel like it, it should be longer. I need to have deleted scenes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would be fine. Yeah, well, I, like oh, I love the idea of trying to work Easter eggs into a live performance. Yeah. Like if your venue just has a room that's like kind of slightly hidden by a curtain. No, that's what there. it was the night I saw your show, Tony, because you, it, the very last shot is like, and I'm going to show you a shot of the house where this all took place and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. And then I <laughs> and then I wa- and then it was like the end and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a shame. And then I walked out and as I walked out, I heard everyone go, oh, it's the house. Oh, oh the, the house went up. That's nice, <laughs> man. I, Keep him oh, guessing. That was an I Easter egg I missed out on. I, I left too early. Um, I did, I did my show there. I did a run of a solo show at that same venue, the Butterfly Club, in August. Yeah. And I had, uh, you, you can hire a tech from the venue, which I did. And on the fourth night, this was the show that I did about me surviving cancer when I was a kid. And I have this kind of bit that is uh, a very kind of dramatic, serious kind of thing that builds into a big laugh at the end. So it's like this four minutes kind of setup. And as I'm doing it on the third night, I can hear this weird noise up the back of the room. I'm like, what is that fucking noise? And I couldn't do anything about it because I'm in the middle of this bit. And then at the end, my friend Sam, who'd been there, who was sitting up the very back, he goes, good work by your fucking tech just eating his dinner in the middle of his eye. The noise was cutlery, scraping. Oh, on a plate. No. This is he's seen the show two times. He knows when when there's a good moment to, to get a bit of lasagna <laughs> he's and he's gone. Yeah. This price. bit about the Make a Wish <laughs> Foundation this really works up a hunger. Where is the entree section of your show? <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, we uh, what have we got coming out? We've got uh, of course the t-shirts and stuff. Still little dumb dumb club at gmail.com. Uh, yep. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and all We're those things. We're going to organise a live show very soon as soon as we Ooh. start yeah, doing we've that. We've both been very busy, but yep. uh, yeah, live birthday show is coming up, guys. Thank you very much for listening and. And we will see you next time. See See you, mates. mates.